Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Scott, it's Tuesday. Oh, make note. Uh, Ray Williams joins us once again this morning. What up, Sam? Well, I went home yesterday, so I got home around nah, 12, 12, 15. Did some uh, little work. You know, a little uh, work, work, work. A little work? A little work, work, work. All right. Clean the house a little bit and had some time to hit the couch. And I had to turn it on after talking about it yesterday. The Some Kind of Heaven documentary about the villages oh, in Florida. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt compelled to watch that. It's wild, dude. Wild. Ray, Rafe and I built it up that much, huh? Oh, I, I watched it immediately. He was texting me about it. <laughs> I, I, uh, that whole thing down there in Florida. Like the villages, that whole what do they say, eight hundred thousand people or something there? Yeah. Eight hundred thousand I did not people. know that. I always assumed it was a lot smaller. Scott, look up how many people live in the villages. I think it's around it's 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 a retirement community. It's a it's a giant that's a, that's a retirement, retirement community. city. Eight hundred thousand yeah. you say? I think that's what a they retirement say. community is eight thousand. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that is a city. Eight hundred thousand? Yeah. I actually would have been surprised to hear 8,000, so that's real mind-blowing. That's three times city St. Louis proper. Yeah, okay, so it's 80,000. Oh, 80,000. Okay. That's a lot, dude. Oh, I threw in another zero. Still, yeah. It's all right. I threw in another zero. That's almost, more than I thought. Almost 90,000 uh, 90, as of now. Okay. Like, that's so 90,000 people, is it 60 and over? Dude, they have gained um, 8,000 people in the last year and a half. How many they've lost? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's one in, one out. It's surprising. Yeah. So, yeah, probably 20,000 people. The wait list is short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed to be an opening. Couple openings a day. So, I mean, at this community, where, where is it 60 and above? Oh, I don't know. I, I think, I I think know you have rules. to be at least 60 to live there. Let's see. So they got golf courses. I mean, it, it's in, its own self-contained. Oh yeah, thing. Grocery stores and rec centers, and so this documentary called "Some Kind of Heaven," because we were talking about the villages yesterday, and you guys had said, "Oh, you got to watch this documentary." It follows like four people, like four four people <clears throat> who live at the villages. Yeah, I can give you the median ages. Median age. Median age in the villages for men. 72.3 years. For females, 71.7 years. Okay. The people live there seem to be having a good time. They sure do in that documentary. <laughs> well, in that documentary, so it follows one woman who just lost her husband, so she's kind of looking to to reconnect with somebody. Yep. And then there's the guy who just decided to become a drug addict when they moved there. That's wild, dude. Oh, yeah. Wild. That His guy. wife in that documentary, like, she's just like... She sticks with him. I mean, he's, you know, smoking weed. He's doing blow. <laughs> he's on psychedelics. Yeah, he went all in. He went all in. All in. And got busted. Had to go to court, admitted in court, didn't have a lawyer. The judge is like, hey, man, you got caught with drugs. You should probably have a lawyer. And the guy's like, it's no big deal. You know, I just I just had like five bucks worth of cocaine in my wallet. Five bucks. And the judge is like, you just admitted in court, which will be used against you, that you had drugs on you. Not just weed, cocaine. <laughs> in court. In court, you idiot. He's like, yeah, but I'm high right now. I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> you got to stop talking, man. <laughs> it was their anniversary. So it was, it was the drug addict's anniversary. Uh, they'd been married like 45 years or something like that. Yeah. So he goes to the wife. He goes, uh, happy anniversary. I'm going to go into our bedroom. I'm going to medica- uh, meditate. Possibly Joe. So if you leave me alone, that'd be great. <laughs> I think that's what he called meditating. <laughs> what a life. What the heck? Yeah. What a life for wow. the wife. It's wild. And she stuck by him. And then there's the guy that... Doesn't actually have a house there. He yeah. lives in a van. Mm-hmm. That guy's great. He lives in a van. He's wanted by the police. So he parks his van at the villages, and he's looking to find a sugar mama. He just hangs out at like the pickleball court all day and acts like he's part of the community. Yeah, yeah. and he just macks on chicks. Yep. Yeah. And the more and the more you watch the 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 doc, the more you're like, I bet you this guy gets what he wants. And he did. He kind of did. And he yeah. did. I think he bounced around on a couple, but yeah. He did. Yeah, he, he was playing. Oh, and then at the end, uh, you know, I don't care if I spoil it or not. Uh, then at the end, uh, he's like, uh, I don't know if I'm a free spirit or not. Like, this guy's got it made. He's got a woman that's going to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah. He's already talking himself out of yeah, it. Yeah, talking himself <laughs> out of it. He's like, this is my goal. And then as soon as he gets the goal, he's like, ah, maybe, maybe I'm not ready for this. Yep. <laughs> maybe I'm not ready for free living. For free living. Man, what a place! I, could you retire there? I don't. I don't know. No, no, I don't think so. I, listen, I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not seventy something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ask me in. You know, ask me in 
20 something years. Yeah, I mean, it, it, at this point, it doesn't seem to. Uh, it doesn't appeal to me. No, no, I don't think it's on the same vibration. I mean, you get up, it's the same thing every day. You go to the pool, maybe <laughs> play a little golf. Yeah, that's Go not to the rec either. center. <laughs> the planet is the rec center, and I'd like to do it with fewer people around me. That's very that's poignant, dude. <laughs> the planet is the rec center, dude. <laughs> Think yeah. about it, man. <laughs> and you you agree with me. I know you. I You're do kind of agree with too. you. I just ain't trying to hang out with that many old people. <laughs> like, even when I'm old, I feel like I'm going to be like, man, you guys are squares. Get out of here. Except that one guy. He was cool. He was cool. Guys I'd probably hang out with that dude. <laughs> I'd be that guy. that would be like, yeah, man, I... I've been sober for a long time, but at the tail end, I'm getting back on the train. Yeah, he's dude. back, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's back. Like, what do you got? To, you you got to feel like just crap all the time, and you're just like, yeah, man. I feel I'm 80 years old, man. I feel terrible every day. But you know what makes me feel good? Drugs. A little bit of Molly. <laughs> you know, a cocaine. A couple <laughs> puffs, maybe a little five dollars, little toot out of the wallet, and guess what? I'm raging at pickleball. Yeah. The guy was yeah. like, I guarantee what does he it was matter? The yeah, he's like 80 years old. What it's does it matter? Think, think of statistically speaking, like how you put this doc together. It's not like he researched for 10 years because 10 years before that, wow. they weren't there, right? Yeah. So if you think about like the the patch of people that they pulled out to to, to zoom in on, on yep. 90,000 people and they picked what, like 15? Yeah. Basically multiply that because, it, you know what I'm saying? Like this is not a unique group. This is a group that's coming through every couple of years here. So this this that was a shining light into yeah. this this place. Well, Rafe brings up a great point. If you're 80 years old and you start doing, you know, no. Molly and blow and whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter. What's well, the What if you were what, what if you could have pulled 100? Yeah, but I mean how good are those last 8? You know. Yeah, but if you're on if you're 80 and you got aches <clears> and you got pains, and you got no energy, but you know a couple toots, couple to, you know a couple toots from the uh, from the old uh, you know from the wallet cocaine. I just get Im- you going again. Yeah, dude. I just imagine that guy like blowing a fat hog leg, and then like looking at his hummingbird feeder, and in his <laughs> mind he's watching. And he's like, "You got to fly, free bird, yeah." And his wife, it's like he's just sitting there in silence <laughs> in his head. He's hearing it. Yeah, yeah. But most of the, most of those guys and, and gals were like totally able. Like my mom's gonna be eighty, and she's diving off the diving board still. So like she she don't she, need the drugs. She's running one hundred and fifteen. She don't need the drugs. She's going for the record. She don't need it. She's high on life. Neither did that that guy. That guy was Maybe fine. let's not take that guy as an example. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That guy is the example. There's, no. there's 55 of them on his block. Listen, on this show, when you cross the 90-year-old threshold yeah. and you die, you get a congratulations from yep. us. And that, nice. hap- that happened from kind. a real reaction. Our buddy came in and said, uh, I lost my grandfather. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, man. Um, you know, everything okay? He's like, yeah, he was uh, 94. And I went, whoa, congratulations. And... It didn't. It wasn't received well because yeah. you know. <laughs> but in That's my one of those heart, things we talked about yesterday. Right. In, in, in my heart, I was like, uh, "Whoa!" You know, it was a legit congratulations everywhere. Not just for him, but hey, man. You're in your 30s and you still had a grandfather? That's cool as heck. Like, that's like, congratulations. That's a big deal. Right. You know what I mean? So, for me, it was like a wow. Look at all the positive. Like, it was a genuine. I was like, being hey, man, serious. Sorry, Maybe, maybe. Y- y- 
And that's where my senses Maybe are dull. Maybe hold the congratulations yeah, okay. until I know. We've, we've gone through a this couple a, weeks later. I know, I know. You guys taught After me. After we grieve. You taught me that's we'll the grieve. wrong thing I to say. I don't feel like hearing congratulations right now. I just lost Pop Pop. I know. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And you made all the sense in the world. I'm telling you where my... Moon was like... But think about all the time he had on Earth's playground, man. Yeah. <laughs> Earth's rec center. That guy did all the monkey bars, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason we brought up the villages was because there was a story where the the residents of the villages, again, people 60 plus, meaning age, you know, 71, hmm. they're going to the store and they're buying different color loofah sponges, and they're affixing them to their cars. Mm -hmm. And the different colors mean they're into different things sexually. <laughs> Swinging, watching, whatever. Whatever the color loofah sponge they put on their car corresponds to whatever they're into. Now, the villages, STDs are running Rampant. wild through them. Like wild through this, <laughs> through this community. Oh, yeah. Another wow. thing they don't care about. No. They're not strapping up, dude. Not at 80. No way. No. <laughs> They're just going for it. Yeah, bareback. That's the way. Oh, That's the way man. of the villages. Come on, Moon. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> this is the way. Now, could it be that uh, a lot of these people are, uh, are you know, swinging and putting these loofah sponges on top of the cars to designate what they're into? Fine. Maybe. It's possible. They're, they're also putting them on their cars to identify their car in the parking lot. Like, I know my car. You know, there's, there's, there's 20 different Hondas here. I know my Honda has the teal loofah hanging from yeah. hanging from the uh, the antenna. Uh, I yeah, see let's be honest. It's doing. probably a Buick. Probably a, probably a Buick, yes. I don't drive a Honda. <laughs> I fought in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Some guys, some guys emailing you, printing it out. He just tried to email you, printed it out, and he's mailing it to the station right now. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I got the code. Yeah, Tim says maybe you're saying congratulations, dot, 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 on the inheritance coming your way. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Good well, point. See, I never thought of that. Okay, I'm, so I'm not have, from a family that has the luxury of ever thinking about that. You have the loofah code? I got you the loofah code, dude. He has the villages... Lufa code. <clears throat> By the way, this is not, a, you know, yesterday we were like, oh, you know, there's a, there's rumors, stories going around about this. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. Oh, this is real. Not wow. only is it real there, this started elsewhere. This is like a European thing, and this is like a thing now with, with the, I guess the pineapple is out. Well, it? you know what the upside down pineapple is. Oh, yeah. Which wow. I didn't find out until maybe six, seven months ago. I, didn't I had no idea. I didn't find that out until seven months after yeah. we bought a house that had pineapples everywhere. I yeah. had to tell my neighbor... Uh, my neighbor put up like pineapple Christmas light things on her porch, and I was like, "People may stop by." <laughs> and she's like, "Why? It's cool. It's like party themed. It's like Hawaii." And I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, that's what we thought." Okay, I'm just telling you, you might get a knock at the door. Like, uh, what's that old school? Yeah, here for the origin. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, that's, that's oh, so here for the gangbang. We we, <laughs> we we had to have a friend tell us like, "Hey, you, there's all this stuff everywhere." Yeah. That's all uh and You're like a rock science. star, dude. So, so like, people what? just probably assume extra on you. A lot of people assume a lot, yes. Yeah, so yeah that's why I moved out of their house, Moon's basement, because I uh, wasn't like, in that kind of crazy. stuff. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just yeah. nonstop guests coming over. Nothing about <laughs> your look feels like you're not into that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, Scott's look, got his sunglasses on again. Yeah. So. Uh, you look like you have a lot of pineapple shirts. 
I do have a loofah. Well, yeah, if you walk around the grocery store and you see somebody with an upside down pineapple in their cart, yeah, you know what that means. Somebody They're buying pineapple. pineapple. Well, <laughs> I mean, I knew about the like bandana. I found out because during COVID, I started carrying like a bandana as like a backup. If I mask. forgot my mask or whatever, yeah. you know, and I had it hanging out of my back pocket, you know, Springsteen style. And one of, another comedian's like, yeah, it looks pretty cool, man. You should just keep doing that. Like, it adds color. When you're on stage, it looks yeah, cool. Yeah. It could become your thing. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then later on, I was like, hey, man, what's up with that bandana? And I was like, I don't know. It's just it's kind of my emergency COVID thing. It's left over from the pandemic. And they're like, yeah. That color means uh, you like to receive. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. And, I, dude, I stop at a lot of truck stops because I drive to a lot of gigs. I just I loves. And I've gotten... I just thought looks. I just I look like a trucker, so mm -hmm. I assumed the truckers were talking to me because they're just like, "Wait, where are you going, Texarkana? Oh boy, I've made that haul before." <laughs> but I think you thought they were being overly friendly. Yeah, I just thought I was like, "Yeah, I look like a trucker. I get it." But now I'm looking back, and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> that's why that guy lingered in the bathroom with me. He wasn't uh, trying to. Nice. He, he washed his hands in an extra amount, long time. Just be like, "What's up? Where are so, you headed?" So it, it's a yellow. Uh, would you say yellow bandana hanging out of your back pocket? That's a, a sign? Uh, they're all different, dude. They're all different, which I'm sure this loofah, I bet it's similar. Okay, so give me the code. Let's crack okay, the so village's loofah code. According to the, the, the people in the know of the village's loofah code, white means novices and beginners. Okay, so white loofah on your car, mm -hmm. novice Oh, beginner. and I got all sorts of pictures, too, of people putting them, like how you put them on the car. A lot of them are just up on, like, the uh, the racks, like the cargo yeah, racks. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. A couple of them, they somehow put on the... Uh, on the uh, antenna, yeah, yeah. if they still have an antenna. Yeah, yeah. Some people are just hanging them out the tops of the doors. Uh, purple, like a dark purple, is voyeur, or people who like to okay. watch. Okay. Yeah. Pink uh, means soft soft swap, people who like to do it with others in the room. Okay? Oh, man. Here we go, blue. Soft swap. Soft swap. Blue, the lowest level of full swap, those who can play well with others. Okay? <laughs> then we go yellow, mid-level swap. For those who and want this to have fun, mid-level swap. Yeah, yellow. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure out what the last one was. Uh, which one? What the blue light one? swapping? Light swap. Those who can play well with others. I think that's like a you can mess with others, but maybe not full on. Maybe not. Oh, everything. oh okay. like not everything's on the table. You want to be third base stuff. You want to be watched, probably. No, that's or that's maybe pink. not everything's on the table. Tell you what, I'd watch soft swap. Uh, that's pink. If you was, are a pink loofah. I'm just saying, if it was on TV, if they're like, this week on soft swap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yellow is mid-level swap, those who want to have fun but are still nervous. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the black loofah is full swap, those who say what the hell, they, those who say what the hell and let it all go down. Whoa. And then there's teal, which is bisexual for those who want to increase their dating chances and are fine with all of it. So, <laughs> so somebody, somebody that's fine with all of it. And everybody. So teal is like top tier, like anything goes. Black and teal. Okay. Yeah. Black so black teal. would be. Black is I'm anything into everything, goes. but with the with different it's a, it's different a, sex. Yeah, it sounds like black is. Uh, yeah. Everything. No gay stuff. Right, and then teal is. Right. I'm I'm loving everybody. <clears throat> so yeah, my man. hot pink bandana, I'm fine. I keep wearing that. Yes, sir. It's not yeah, on you're there. fine. Yeah, yeah you're right. just like others swapper. in the room. That's good. <laughs> we'll crack the code. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they get into. The bandanas are, I was blown away, dude. There's like 40, 
40 different. It's a rainbow of a lot of different stuff. It's truck stops. Truck stops get a little more in detail. I want to know how many people right now who have maybe parents or grandparents who live in the village. Yeah. Villages. You have no idea. Oh, my God. We were just down there. Hmm. Here we go. And Grandpa has a teal loofah on his roof rack. I think he's getting oh my dementia. God. Okay. Oh, I got he's it something. I got it all. Uh, yellow is what you would think it would mean. Um, oh, this is for bandanas? Yes. Pee-pee? <laughs> Pee-pee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's detailed. Okay. So this, I uh, cannot a, say red. Right, if you're at a truck stop. <laughs> red is what I had in my pocket, <laughs> just to be clear. wear that one. Okay. And, and That's is, the one I had, to be clear. You know this is the truck stop <laughs> bandana coat. Yes. Okay, okay. So, yellow... Yeah, okay. yellow What is red? Just, just for the red, listeners, red, red, look up red, <laughs> and that's what I was had hanging out of my pocket for ten months in many, many truck stops oh, all over yeah, the country. You can't say that. No. Yep. Yeah. That. Okay. Uh, uh, purple is um, piercing. Hmm. Like you're into. Uh, that let me let me let or me. Or you see. have a piercing in a certain place. Mm, man, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Prince that, that I don't know. Orange is anything goes. Anything goes. That is like flat out Whoa. anything goes. Defcon one. Whoa. Yeah. Gray is uh bondage stuff. Green is uh prostitution. Uh brown is what you think it is. Uh. <laughs> uh. Tan, that means you're tan. Uh-huh. Oh man. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. uh yeah, light blue is uh you know, just uh Yeah. Just that, and then the dark blue is, you know, the other the other end, and then. Uh, well, I thought that was brown. Uh, no, 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 no. Brown is um, something uh, more a, specific, akin, akin to yellow. You see, oh, okay. See, so yellow oh, is, I don't like that. You know that stuff, and then the brown is. Uh, I don't know. want to know that's going on in a loves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So the you dark- told me to take a shower there. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. The, the showers are amazing. They clean them every no, single time. No, apparently not. Even, yeah, the, 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 the bandana that stuff you there. Wear. It don't mean that. I was minding my own business, just perusing all the wolf dream catchers and American Eagle ceramics. And uh, thought people were just really cool at a Love's Truck Stop. And you had a red bandana in your back pocket. I had a red bandana hanging out in my back pocket. Putting off the wrong vibes. Yeah. Which doesn't say anything goes, but if you're there, I'm pretty certain anything goes. Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? If you're at a truck stop? No, if you're red. If you're wearing the red oh, yeah. for, for that. Because that's... Uh, like, no, everything does not go with the truck stop. I just went there for a drink. heavy, boy. <laughs> it's just wild to me. I went there for a like... drink and a shower. And don't, yeah. Now, don't you, don't you, you know, mix whatever you're not into with, with the shower thing. I'm telling you, those showers are great. I had so many truck stop showers. I will I, never... I got free showers on my card. I will never have a reason to shower at, at Love's. First of all, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Never say <laughs> never. You don't know where you're going to be. I will never have a reason. Well, that is silly. To take a shower. He only poops three times a year outside of his own house. He's definitely not going to shower. But he's got family in in uh, in on the coast and everything. That's like true. You're, you're, you're going to be traveling. Who knows? Maybe you're going to be I an will RV guy when I the kids there. are out of the house. I will say this. I used to go eat at the Flying J Buffet. <laughs> When oh, I was in yeah. college, just because it was like you get—I didn't tr- even know they had a buffet. Dude, and if you order like the lasagna at a Flying J, you get trucker-sized portions. So when I was in college and had no money, you get like a—it's like a pan of lasagna. And on the buffet, they had a sign that said, "Help keep buffet prices low. Call out all buffet thieves in all <laughs> capital yeah. letters." Oh, and I'm well, like, you need, "Yeah, you need to. Sell. That needs to be got to call it out." But it was funny because you'd eat. 
And then you'd be like in the middle of a bite and you'd hear, shower 13 is ready. Shower 13 is ready. I'm like, and they're dudes showering like on the other side of this wall and I'm just eating a plate of lasagna lasagna. right now. It's a wild place. And and having your eye on that that buffet, making sure nobody's taken without paying. The buffets are decent, man. Yeah, that's code. There's nothing better when you go <laughs> in one the, of them things. The Flying J Buffet Code. Yeah. So good. When you go in one of those things, you got a buffet, you got showers, so you hear it all going on, and then in between the buffet and the showers is a small little room with Buck Hunter in it. Yeah. Come uh-huh. on, man. So what, what now, color bandana do you need to get free buffet? Yeah, I'm going to say orange. Uh, Why don't no. you just go with orange? Okay. Was the buffet decent? Yeah, I mean, I was Did in they college. pound? You just, I mean, they had it loaded up, dude. There was a lot of home style stuff, you know? It was trucker food. Yeah, yeah. It was right up my alley, for sure. A lot of starches. Uh, they weren't skimping on anything, that's no. for sure. Back, potatoes in four or five different shapes. Exactly. Yeah, but back, back when I was when I was younger, my early 20s, living on my own for the first time, uh, they would have, at these bodegas in New York City, it was Chinese buffet. Yeah. And you could tell that, you know, this was not uh, something very popular, because you'd go and, and you'd look to see what they had, and sometimes, oh, they have orange chicken. And there'd be like a film on top of it. Mm. Like, you know it has not been touched mm-hmm. over the past couple hours. And every once in a while, the guy would go, okay, I'm going to mix it up. Yeah. And they charge mm-hmm. by the pound. You get one of the, the clamshells, and you pile as much stuff as you can in there. And I forget how much, you know. Did you eat it? Oh, yeah. Oh, and I've never had worse food poisoning. Oh, well. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, yeah, it was fine. No, no. That's no. exactly what it I was, assumed it would it be. It was not fine. <laughs> it was not fine. Moon and I, by the way, had, a, speaking of food, had a very, I think, mature conversation. <laughs> we had, Moon and I had a very mature, we're both in our 40s conversation in the yeah, in the office did. earlier. Our friendship hit hit peak. Understanding and maturity. That's Moon great. asked me, he goes, what are you doing for this? Oh, you said, oh, the Super Bowl's this weekend. Yes, it is. He says, what are you doing? I say, I'm not doing anything. Moon says, I'm not doing anything either. And you asked? I said, would you like to get together and do something together? And I said, no. And I said, good. Me neither. <laughs> I just think it's the nice thing to ask. And now that we've established that we both are understanding uh, that that we respect each other and we want to we would like to make an effort to get together. We're just not going to do it, and that's totally fine. Yeah, there's no gray area. We felt great about it. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with you. We actually even discussed about how proud we were of our conversation. <laughs> I don't want to hang out yeah. with you. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Here's the thing. I would love to hang out with you, but the idea is better than the action. Yeah, it's a whole thing in this scenario. That's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a Sunday night. Got to work the next day. Got to work the next day. I'm not going out to St. Charles. Yeah, and I'm not going out to wherever he lives. Uh, we, uh, it was, it was like nice because we both asked because we like I do want to spend time with him. I just don't want to make a lot of effort to do it. Absolutely. And, yeah, we spend enough time together right now. Like, yeah, we're, we're together probably eight hours a day. That's good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were really stoked on it. That's <laughs> we, good. We, we really now, I, were. I, so I'll, let me ask. It's a very adult conversation. If I awesome. were to come over. Let's just say, I go, oh, all right, fine. I'm going to come over. Yeah. What's the food situation going to be? Because Super Bowl is a lot about the food. Mm-hmm. Big time. Like, that is that is an eaten event. Mm-hmm. So Agreed. what, I'm going to Moon's house. What are we having? Well, first of all, I would say we found a couple new salsas. So we'd have a lot of different chips and salsa uh, options for okay. you. Uh, my wife makes an incredible seven-layer dip. So we would have a seven-layer dip for you as well. Right. A lot of dippable things, right? Chips and dip. 
Um, I would say we would also probably order wings and some of the fries, uh, and not a sponsor or anything right now, uh, from Wingstop, just because okay. their, their fries are so freaking good that I would like to share them. Uh, and then, of course, wings, you know, like that's that's kind of a thing you would get. So <laughs> I would get, you know, wings from there, probably wings from a couple other different places as well. Some from Pappy's out in St. Peter's and, and some other people, just okay. other places, just so you have some Did options. Did you see the Saturday Night Live sketch? No, but that, they just that, start. They like pull our concrete truck up to the window and just start shooting wings down the <laughs> tube. And they're like, "We got enough wings." He's like, "No, you got to have eighty-five sauces that'll blow your bunghole out." It's just like this fake wing business, and the would, house starts filling up with wings, and they can't get away. All right, so so the that would just be our start. By the way, even oh. if it was just two people, we would have so much. We would be able to feed ten. Okay, yeah. so Super Bowl. What time does the game start? Five thirty. Five thirty. What time should the Super Bowl party start? Whew. I would say 4 officially 4.30, but you could probably Two hours start prior? I'm going to go 2 o'clock. I think. So a 5.30 game and a 2. And t- hey, I want everybody to start coming over at 2 o'clock? Just depends if you want to watch the Like, I would rather have the food out, ready to rock, a couple hours for everybody to chit-chat, get get their plates. Get you got one hour going. to chit-chat. One hour should be sufficient. You know what you're doing? Okay. You're, you're running it like a New Year's. You're running it probably where you're expecting some yeah, of your folks a, to you come over for a little bit. You got to think of the end time. Bit. That's a rookie move, maybe. You no, got to no. think of how, when the game's over. The game will probably end around 9.30. Yeah, but it yeah. Depends, depends on your friend group. Maybe he's got the friend group that kind of like comes through and they're there for a quarter and then they go to another friend's no. Super Bowl party. Oh, no? I want people out at the end. I'd rather have them come early and leave as soon as the game's yeah, over. you're not staying for the post game. Than to start late and then have people feel like they need to linger after. Yeah, oh. it's a it's a Sunday. Maybe it's a Sunday. maybe you stay and you see who the MVP is, but you're not staying there for the for the presentation of the trophy. You're out. You go watch that at home. Yeah, but I gotta come three hours early. No, I'm not saying that. Hour and a half max early. Some people think you should start the party around uh, lunchtime, so Ouch. a couple hours before the game starts. Hell no, you're out too on much. That. Yeah, I think mm. an hour before is perfect. Hour hour and a half before because you're there for a long time anyways and. Yeah, that's enough time to everybody standing in the kitchen. Probably got the spread going, <clears throat> and you know you're, you're chatting, have a couple of drinks, and then the game starts, and everybody starts to migrate over to the living room, wherever the t- wherever the big TV is. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so with Super Bowl on Sunday, yep. What is the most popular Super Bowl party food in America? <sighs> Gotta be wings. Well, are we counting like? Accoutrements. I would say it's got to be chips. Everything right? is everything is up. Everything it's is got to be some form of the potato chip. You so, say chip, I say wing. Somebody wing. looked at Google Data to compile a list of the most popular foods for Super Bowl parties, and and somehow they found America's top choice is this one thing. What do you think, Scott? I'm gonna say pizza. Pizza didn't even make the top ten. Uh, it's not on the list. Get you out. Didn't let me finish. Pizza's not on the list. <laughs> Americans, you're dumb. P- pizza's a, for pizza for a crowd is a, is an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah, it works great. That's a terrible. Do, idea. Does it? Yeah, it's easy to grab a slice and you walk away. But pizza really only has a good staying out life for maybe an hour or two. Yeah, yeah but you're point. not you're feeding like it's. One of those first. You're grazing throughout the entire game. Yeah, he's. We're talking like bowls that are sitting for a while. Mm. Even cocktail weenies are kind of, you know. Cocktail weenies, you could you could keep warm though. Crockpot. You put those in the crockpot. Crockpot foods are the ultimate Super Bowl. Yeah, crockpot foods are the ultimate Super Bowl foods. Pizza. I mean, pizzas. I love pizza. Yeah, 
But it seems like every Super Bowl party I've ever been to, there's been pizza. Though. Yeah, but you know what it usually is? It's a halftime thing. Halftime is when the pizza's done. Ah, uh, okay. Or at least a, a few places I remember even seeing pizza there. It would be like a, oop, halftime, oh, and the pizza's about to be done kind of thing where, where yeah, you guys are right. Everything else is sitting in crockpots. So I would have thought chicken wings, but that's number six on this list. Whoa. And number one makes sense. Meatballs. Meatballs. Yeah. Crockpot. Most popular Super Bowl party food is meatballs. I could see that. little barbecue huh. sauce in a crock pot. Yep. You even buy the frozen ones. Were we like, together somewhere where there was famous meatballs? At the brewery. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, yeah, that, those two. But uh, no, I think it's I think it's the Tequila Gators over in Kansas City, and, yeah. they, and, they, and there's a secret to them. Remember? Ooh. There's a secret to them that, that most people didn't know. What was it? it those was, were delicious meatballs. It was turkey. That's right. The, yep. That was in Kansas yep. City, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, those were ridiculous. those were amazing. When you guys were at the Chiefs game. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's like one of their one of their standards. They got great food. So that makes sense. Uh, like you said, crack meatballs pot, are easy. good for a crowd. Everybody gets a couple meatballs. You even stab them with toothpicks. Yeah, they're funny. Oh, Brian on Twitter says if you start early, you start in a few hours of poker. So maybe that's like the thing. You, All right. You get together really early. I like early, that. Now games. we're playing poker. Now we're playing games. Why not? Now we got other things going on. You came all the way to my house. You may as well do something. Yeah. Like well, maybe now, they, we're, now we're veering off course. It could also be nice to have them come a little bit early so they can leave before the game starts. So you just have the game to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just feed them and then get out. Yeah. That's what, uh, I mean, I'm a Chiefs fanatic. And the years when we're in, I can't even, I don't even know if I can go to a Super Bowl party, dude. Like, I literally. Because you can't enjoy it? I need you feel, gonna Yeah, because I'm, I'm too into the game and people. If they're not invested the way I'm invested, because Super Bowl is a lot about the hang and watching the commercials, which I'm fine with. <laughs> but if my team's in, you're going to be all about the game. Uh, yeah, and I'm, if it's not going well, then I got to like contain my rage, and I'm just like, you want to come over? I might. I'm serious. I am serious Cause, too. Because I don't want to party. I just want to watch the I game. I don't want to party. I just don't be watch writing the game. checks. Your butt can't cash. What you mean? <laughs> this is good my adult home. male communication. Yeah. Is hey, what listen. This is. I don't want to party. I just want to sit and yell. Agreed. As long as you have, we're going to talk about it whether I can sustain it or not for two hours. As long as you have the top five Super Bowl foods on this list. Okay. <laughs> so you got your meatballs. Yeah. You got your guacamole. Oh. Guac, huh? Your chips and salsa. I knew chips are going to be on there. Your t tater tots, which is odd. That's because you can't crackpot them. Yeah, but have you ever seen that at a Super Bowl? I've party? never. Never. Chili. Now, I, yeah. I would have thought chili would have been top yeah, five. I for forgot sure. about that. I'm all in on some chili. Chili guess, is. Surprised, like, Rotel Velveeta dip or something, like some kind of cheese dip didn't make that. My wife does make an incredible chili. So if you came over, there would be chili. I guess that's what the tater tots are for then. Chili the is the ultimate yeah, I think Super you're right Bowl. There. I yeah. think you're right. Chili, wings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and and the meatballs, and then all your your veggie tray stuff. Some because you could put, yeah, I mean, you could crockpot that chili. You could do it in the morning. Yeah, there's something to be said there. There's there's single ingredient foods. Do you know what I mean? It's like the pizza thing. You got to please everybody. What toppings do you get? But all these foods are like it's a meatball. What's in it? Meat. <laughs> you know, it's a wing. What's on it? Wing. Meat. <laughs> Chili, what's in it? Meat, beans, or you could add Four whatever you want. Now, what you're looking yeah, at. dude, it's <laughs> very <laughs> simple foods, and, and now you can gussy it up however you want. We're Do whatever you want. I don't want to hear any complaints about the ingredients. Meat, you know yeah. I mean. bean, chip. Yeah, you're cake. feeding football yes, fans, so meat, it's got to be bean, simple. Chip, cake, <laughs> hummus, nachos, pigs in a blanket, then your spinach artichoke dip. Uh, pizza, yeah, pizza. Dude, how did hummus get in there? 
Yo, hummus. Love me some hummus. He's, hummus he makes made some hummus. Hummus. in the 90s. How did that get into the Super Bowl food? Riz's homemade hummus. You know what they bring up here with pizza? That most people, when it comes to Super Bowl parties, want finger foods. Yeah. And is pizza really a finger food? I mean, you do yeah. eat it with it your hands. It kind of is the finger food. But that's something that takes up the entire plate. Yeah, a slice is a commitment. You know, a cocktail weenie is a bite. You can graze, get a plate, see what you like the best, go back. You throw two big slices of Papa that John's. That takes up the entire plate. Yeah. You got, a, you got a plate. You can put little things, different things on it. Yeah, I want variety. Uh, it's the spice of life, Scott. I Same. guess I get. Uh, I, I I'm bad at this because I just eat quickly and get it done. Most people say they mainly eat appetizers on Super Bowl Sunday, and yeah. uh, and and most people, almost almost three to four people say they make their own food for the game instead of ordering out. Yeah. Super Bowl seems to be. The the parties seem to be all right. Let me show off my culinary skills, and there are certain things that, you know, they order out the pizza, maybe some great wings. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of places are are making it easy to to pick up different things. Like I'd be that. willing to bet that I like that Super Bowl is probably the maybe Thanksgiving, but I would say second biggest food holiday in America. I would say, yeah, if not say. the first, because it's all about the meal. I mean, it's not like home style like Thanksgiving, but it's all about food. I, I want to know, calorically speaking. Oh boy, what holiday takes the cake for the most calories? Well, Probably the worst food would be would be Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. Because most of it, yeah, you're making it home, but you're opening a bag from the freezer and you're dumping it in a, yeah. a pan. And you're Look at all the up. foods we just named. Yeah. None My signature dish for the Super Bowl is Little Smokies wrapped in bacon, cooked in brown sugar <laughs> in the oven. And they're amazing. But they got it. I think every toothpick is like 2,000 calories. <laughs> And with Thanksgiving, you get your turkey, you got your cranberry sauce, you probably yeah. got a salad. You, yeah. might, you might accidentally eat a green bean, you know, something. Yeah. Something good's going in, even if it's on accident. There ain't nothing good happening at Super If you Bowl. want to a Super Bowl party, there's a salad there. Get that out of here. Yeah. That's not what this day's about. I'd leave. <laughs> oh, that's going to be this kind of party? Salad? Get out of here. I think Super Bowl's bigger Nobody's than eating that. Christmas You food? must have a rabbit here. You think it's bigger than Christmas for food? Yes. For Christmas, we did we did a lot of, a lot of stuff. We we yes. got we got a lot of mains from Super Smokers, and then we, I mean, I felt like it was food in the house for a week. But I bet just, you you're getting a vegetable. The only vegetables at Super Bowl parties are probably wrapped in bacon. Yeah, yeah. Or, they better be. There's or, a veggie tray. Yeah, yeah, the which, veggie tray, the little carrots, and yeah, which you then dip in ranch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lots of it for your sister's <laughs> vegan boyfriend. <laughs> oh. Ah, Lisa's dating that vegan guy. Let's get a. I don't know, get them baby tomatoes or whatever. <laughs> He's just here to watch Rihanna during yeah. the halftime show. He doesn't right. know who's playing. I'm rooting for the red team. Uh, I guess uh, Domino's, uh, they're, doing a, they're doing a loaded tater tots thing for Super Bowl. Loaded tater tots? Loaded tater tots. $6.99, loaded tots from Domino's come in three flavors, cheddar bacon, melty three cheese, and Philly cheesesteak. And I, I've seen pictures, and they look terrific. <laughs> They look terrific. I mean, you're definitely going up a belt notch. Yeah. After you finish one of these things. So you got that. Um, another food news. Uh, Subway. Subway, the sandwich people. Mm -hmm. They are upgrading their meats this year. It's a big story. Where they put meat in it? They're <laughs> less gym mats this time. Wow. Uh, they're putting 
shiny new deli slicers in all their locations. Mm. So now they'll cut the meat as you order. Like oh. fresh sliced. I think that's, that's a big deal. That is. That's a uh, big I deal. Mean, yeah, but one, but one of the draws huh. to Subway, if you're going by, because nobody's like, man, you know what I want later today? You know what I mean? It's it's a last minute like, oh, look at that Subway. That'd be a great one. And it's time that I'm trying to save. It's the, I'm going to duck in here and I'm going to walk out of here it's with the sandwich in four minutes. Another two minutes to get your stuff. I'm just saying, if, what if there's a big line? That's going to add a lot of time. Wouldn't that make you feel better? Feel better. I'm not sure I'm thinking about how I feel. If I go to the deli counter at like Schnucks, I love the Schnucks deli counter. Yeah. If there's stuff or it pre-sliced, I'm going, You, I want it sliced off the log. Totally. Off the log. Different different, <laughs> different game, though. You better put that log in the deli slicer. Totally different game. That would and be I the name of your comedy album if you had one. Off the log? Off the log. <laughs> <laughs> and and if they see me walking in, they, I mean, I have had people oh. who work the deli go, I'm taking a break. Here he comes. Wow, you're that guy, huh? Man, from a business standpoint, though, Subway is now, tr- you're basically saying Subway's trying to compete with your, your local deli. Yeah. Well, what's and the... Uh, why, why would they do that? That's not. But that's exactly what they're not trying to do. Because I'm sure they did, I don't know how many uh, customer surveys and people go, I want my meat cut fresh. They're probably... Well, what's the Danny DeVito commercial? What's the place where they're cooking it right in front of you? Like that's, I've been seeing... Uh, Jersey those. Mike's? Jersey Mike's. Do you feel like they're just like... Feeling that Jersey Mike's heat. Jersey Mike's, they cut their they cut their stuff. That's their thing. They, That's what I'm saying. They're stealing out. another sub places thing. Do you feel like it's they were feeling the heat from that? For sure. I think they've had some. I mean, they've obviously had some problems in recent years. Subway has, you know, with bad news and all that stuff. So they're trying anything they can to continue to use that word fresh. I think and they mean pro- it. they probably did. I mean, they hired some group. They did surveys and they go, but people want their meats sliced fresh. See, when I want my meat sliced fresh. You better make that bitch thin. Yeah. I want to read the newspaper through it. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Even salami? I want it all thin. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, that's, you don't like thin salami? It's all surface area. Oh, Dude, you, you get it. some thin Volpe's, and it is pretty, pretty uh, sweet. I got to go thick cut. Hard. No. Thick cut hard salami, dude. No, I'm all no, in. no. I'll take, it, I'll take it thin every time. Man, if you um, can see through your Volpe. <sighs> wow. And if I ask for my cheese sliced thin, you better be putting some paper in between each slice. Yeah. Don't just throw it all in the bag where it then just becomes a globular mess. Yeah, becomes one log again. (laughs) Like the Terminator, like the liquid metal Terminator. I said off the log. (laughs) That's your catchphrase. Like the liquid liquid Terminator comes together and forms, you know, the whole thing again. Yeah. You better put wax paper between each slice. So will this increase the price? Uh, No. Is this something that they can do to save money from pre-slicing it prior Subway to? Subway typically had pre-sliced meats, probably because it was quick and easy and consistent, but uh, that, that doesn't exactly scream fresh. Yeah. I bet what they did, though, is they're putting those in every Subway shop, so you see, they can say, like, hey, look, we have slicers here. That means we have real meat. You I- know what? You know, And somebody just wrote in, technically, they're not going to be slicing the meat to order like Jersey Mike's, just when they need to refill the prep area. Right. So, honest question. This actually looks like a, uh, a cost savings measure because instead of pre-slicing it at a factory or having somebody else, you're basically having the sandwich artist do it. And the machines are automated, so it shouldn't take up that much of the worker's time. I mean, have you seen those automated ones where you put the log in oh, and, and it just starts wee, going wee, by wee, itself? Wee. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, honestly, ah. this might be a cost saving measure. Could be. Okay. At the same time being a good 
uh, customer perception um, piece of the of of the pie when people come in and go, look at that. They're slicing it fresh like my deli does now. Mm. Like my deli. What's your go-to cheese when you go to the deli? Uh, I usually go a provolone. Okay. Uh, provolone cheese. Uh, sometimes thin. Thin, thin provolone. Thin. It's a surface area thing. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Got to cover the whole sandwich. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Well, and, you yeah. and you kind of scrunch it up, too. I'm a white cheddar man, or a white American man. If I can find a good white American, I'm a happy camper. Mm, you are a white American. I've known American. a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> you are a white American man. <laughs> yes, I you am are. a white American. Oh, here come the tweets. <laughs> I'll go Swiss every once in a while. Uh, I'll go. I'll go yellow cheddar. Never go. Uh, nobody's mentioned. Cheddar. Nobody's mentioned uh, pepper jack. That's that's the one. I rarely. Uh, I go. I just I switch it up. Pepper jack. If I'm eating at a, I love it though, but I never think about it. I love it. All. If I'm eating at a, you know, a shop like uh, sub Subway or whatever, one of those kind of places, I always get pepper jack. I feel like it covers, uh, you know, makes up for the weird flavors. It just helps out. I like all cheese. You put any any weird combos as far as uh, sandwiches go. What do you mean? Like, uh, you know, you make a peanut butter and jelly and you put Doritos on it. Oh. I haven't done that in a while. I tell you what, I kind of rediscovered that putting chips on like a sandwich. And, man, why did I ever stop doing yeah. that? That's why they make those dill pickle flavored lays. Yeah. I think just to put on. Really? That's what I think. You don't think that? So they got the dill pickle flavored yeah, maybe. lays. I'm a hard salami, white American. Hawaiian bread, bread and butter pickle. I had no idea you were from Hawaii. Yeah, I didn't know that either, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like a go-to sandwich would be, all right, uh, uh, I'll do like uh, like a Virginia ham. <laughs> Virginia ham, maybe like like turkey, like uh, like a honey glazed turkey. Okay. Provolone and the uh, like the, the brown mustard. Like brown mustard, none, mm. of, the, none of like the yellow mustard. What like kind of brown? bread? If they have a good, like, fresh baguette, I'll do that. Wow. Mm, interesting. Oh, the Queen of England. In <laughs> <laughs> the baguette. That's pretty interesting. Huh. Well, if I go to a deli, usually they have bread I'm there. with you. This is Sandwich City, dude. You know how I feel. Yeah. yeah and we I take my time. And if, if I got potato chips, so you, you know what I'm throwing those on there. The latest thing I did that was weird, I can't remember exactly what the details were because it was really a throw-and-go. Uh, I toasted some sourdough, and I put toasted raviolis on it. And, Whoa. And uh, I think I put pickles, and I put something else on it. And, man, I was just like, I'm just going to, oh, and I, and I melted cheddar on it. Okay, so that's a pretty interesting combination. And I thought, man, this is just going to be whatever. And then I went, whoa. Yeah. This is pretty good. Chili cheese Fritos are a good Sandwich oh, chip. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, Crunch them down. Somebody, somebody on Reddit started this thread, uh, and it blew up this week. It's, already, it's racked up more than 18,000 comments. 20 weird food combos that people swear by. Weird food combination. I'm going to read this. You tell me if it, if it sounds like it'd be good for you or tastes decent. Cornflakes on ice cream. Yep. Uh, yeah, I've had that before. And it's like milk, right? Cornflakes on like ice cereal? cream. Isn't, isn't there a, there's an actual... Like dessert that has that. It's uh, isn't that how they do like fried ice cream? Yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was oh, cornflakes yeah. and then honey and it's like a fried thing, right? I would eat it. I wouldn't crave it enough to buy it and put that together. Okay, uh, tuna sandwich with barbecue chips inside. That'd be good. I'd probably get a tuna salad. I'm assuming 
I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah I'd go in on that. Oh yeah, cornflake fried ice cream. You you crunch up the cornflakes and you basically oh dude, I mean look at this. This this is a match made in heaven. This is supposed to happen. They even make a fried ice cream cake, but this this is where where it's at. Yep. Yeah, that's not that's not rare anymore. I it does sound that. like a weird combo if I if I say it out loud like cornflakes and ice cream. I just think of cereal. Yeah, and this is what it's cereal yeah. and ice cream, but that I just I think I'd use a cream. different cereal. If I'm going all in. Why not Frosted, Frosted Flakes? Grape right? nuts or something? Yeah, something, I guess the crunch. Frosted Flakes. I don't uh, know. Strawberry jam on a fried egg. Strawberry jam on hmm. a fried egg. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Because you do that with, you know, you have the jelly next to your eggs and it gets in there anyway sometimes. And you're like, wow, that's pretty nice. Uh, salt and vinegar chips topped with sauerkraut. Ooh. Whoa, um, I'm out across the board on that. I love yeah, sauerkraut. I don't. I don't. They'll don't. put wrinkles that's on your too face. much vinegar. I like that's it in too kim- much of a vinegar flavor. I like it in kimchi, if the kimchi's right. But I don't like sauerkraut. I love sauerkraut. I love sauerkraut. I love kimchi, but that's a lot of... uh, That's a lot of sour. Yeah, that's wrinkles. Salt and vinegar chips (laughs) are... That's a strong flavor in itself. Throw sauerkraut, another strong flavor, that's too much. Depends on the brand, too. I'm out on sauerkraut across Some of them go way too far. I love cabbage. Mm. I think I'd get behind this. Chili on a cinnamon roll. Whoa. Yes, that's a... Two things I love. That was a thing in (laughs) elementary. I remember that in elementary, kids would figure that combo out. I, chili on a I've chili people put cinnamon in chili. I have seen yeah. cinnamon chili. Oh man, you put it in the cinnamon roll. No, you dip uh, the chili on a cinnamon roll. Yeah, so you, you put a cinnamon, cinnamon roll at the bottom of your bowl and you pour some chili on top. Oh, okay, oh. I remember kids dipping it and it was pretty good. Oh, I could see that being a thing. Here's I would somebody, try it. Here's somebody taking those little mini ones and putting it on top of the chili and then letting it kind of okay. get soft and then mix it in. I'll do it. Uh, peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. Mm. Peanut butter and pickle. Somebody suggested that a couple months ago, and I think I have yet to try it, but I'm I'm interested. Yeah, I'd be down. Uh, cream cheese and sautéed onions on a hot dog. There's that, that's actually something called a Seattle dog. Cream cheese. Sure. Cream no. cheese and sautéed onions on a hot dog. Whoa. That actually is called a Seattle dog. It does sound good. Yeah, sugar and sautéed onions. I like it. Uh, fries dipped in soy sauce. Sure. I'm in on that. Fries dipped in mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, Why yeah. not? Potato and potato. Yeah. Uh, mashed potatoes with chicken noodle soup instead of gravy. Uh, it's essentially chicken gravy. I mean, it's it's the same really? flavor. It's broth. I mean, I mean I, it thick. seems like it would be more of a pain to eat. Uh, cereal with yogurt instead of milk. Yeah, that's called a parfait. Yeah, I've done that. Uh, pinto beans mixed with cottage cheese. Ugh. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Ooh, that I'm out on this bad. one. That don't sound bad. Oh, it's good. Have you ever done cottage cheese with the, uh, um, just the, what's the barbecue? Why can't I think of the name of it? Put a barbecue sauce? No, with beans that are. Uh, pork and beans? Pork and beans, thank you. Have you ever done cottage cheese with no, that? No, I don't do cottage cheese. Well, that sounds Tell me what kind of cheese that is. Try that. Cottage. Cottage. Yeah, cottage. It's made is from it? a cottage. Yeah, yeah. It, doesn't live in, it doesn't live in luxury. It lives in a cottage. Yeah, they slice <laughs> the, the queen can't shit. have cheese made in the cottage. <laughs> <laughs> what, hang on. What is cottage cheese? What is cottage How about this? Cottage cheese Hers. rolled up with bologna and seasoned with salt and pepper. Nope. <laughs> what's, nope. What's wrong yeah, with cottage cheese, man? You sure, you sure adult Riz d- uh, dislikes cottage cheese, or is it kid... Riz. I think it may be kid riz rolling into adult riz. Yeah. Soft, lumpy, white grown- cheese made from curds with slightly soured milk. Dude, it's just cheese that's kind of You're wet. just cheese. Riz, are you doing a garden out at the farm or anything with, yeah. like, tomatoes? Get one of those nice tomatoes right out of the sun 
and you slice it up, you put cottage cheese on it, a little uh, black pepper, and yeah, that good. thing is All right. insanely good. If it's not good, I'm going to come and hit you. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come to your house and hit you. Whoa, look at this. Like There's like gourmet cottage cheese, and holy smokes, it looks good. You Woo! might like would it, you, dude. You would might you? be aging into some dad foods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about rolled rolled up with bologna? I'm not a bologna fan. <laughs> Although, it's, it's not that I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. I'll, I'll fully admit, I don't like the idea of bologna. When I was a kid, I'd eat bologna. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you start to, like, look at it and mess with it and learn well, about go, it. What is go, this? I don't know. Yeah, I don't it's know, an untruthful meat. I just yeah, what is this? That. Yeah, exactly. So it's the idea of it. I'll, I'll admit. Well, it's the same as a hot dog. What is this? Again, it's the same exact thing. Well, I don't turn my back on my roots. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Pickle loaf is a bridge too far. I will say that. A pickle loaf? Oh, yeah. That's what the, what the olives and Olive loaf. Yeah, so they had a some meeting jelly thing and someone was like, hey, how do we make bologna worse? And so one guy's like, what if we poked holes in it and put unidentifiable peppers all about? I'm like, great idea, Steve. And then my dad bought it and kept it in the fridge for my entire childhood. Oh, Sometimes I think dads buy foods just based on the fact that they have to buy the grossest food so you don't eat it. Hmm. Oh. I think that was oh. your dad's move. That's a good stretch. My dad still eats spam, I believe. There you go. Olive, uh, so it's like olive loaf. I don't Have you know ever seen olive loaf? Sure Look up olive loaf. olive loaf. So it would be like green olives, whatever, when they're mixing the bologna. Yeah. Whatever goo is in the, you know, before they put it in the tube. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Olive loaf, this? Yeah. This is... Yeah. So what? what is... So it's just... Look, oh, look at that. That's gross. Yeah. So oh, you see that. You see, yeah, yeah, you see that. It's in like, speckled with olives. Yeah. But I was the kind of kid that disgusting. I would still disgusting. eat that. If it was available, I'm like, all right. I'll I mean, yeah, out of hunger, it. yes, I did. <laughs> it's ridiculous. My dad even ate. My, you know what my dad ate that I've never seen another human being ever enjoy was those orange circus peanuts that you see in like a gas station. Mm-hmm. That aren't, oh, the, the foam the, ones? Yeah, the ones that they're not, they don't taste like peanuts or oranges. They just taste like drywall. <laughs> yeah. My dad used to house those things. When I was a kid. It was the only like candy this. I never asked for. I was just like, yeah, that, those are for you. Those are his. Man, yeah. olive oil. That's why he did it. Look at the, uh, yeah, beef, pork trim, pork back fat, mm. salt, olives, non-fat. See, but milk. I would eat that. That's like a recipe to make your own. It's not healthy. They this added look, sugar to it. This them. looks like something you see at a funeral you know what I'm saying? On, like, top, in the of casket? A, on top of a Jello mold. Yeah. yeah, it's just like it, like it, one of those like old classic, mm-hmm. big giant family. Probably sort 1930s, of 1940s. They yeah. would make that. I'm not interested in that. I did try something, a new food that I've been uh, looking forward to for a number of years now. We talked about it before. Relish. I finally tried relish. Oh, I love relish. Relish Yo, is good. Relish, relish is, good. is great. I always avoided it because it was like neon green and it looked nasty and yeah. Smelled weird. Tiny pickles, man. Now, I didn't use the sugary one. Is that the standard? I, I used just dill. It was just it's just chopped up dill yeah. pickles. No, you can yeah, use Well, one. the neon one is the one they have in Chicago. I'm not. Like, that's like the really weird. And it's sweet, right? I'm not going to Yeah, sweet one. relish. I don't like sweet pickles. I think you messed things up. But that's where you use the sweet relish. My bread to, and butter, man, through and through. To make like tuna salad and all those other things. Uh, baby carrots dipped in ketchup. Gross. That is not a good idea. I don't know, man. Everything's worth a try, I guess. Pringles <laughs> dipped in chocolate pudding. I could see that being okay. Mm. Yeah. Salty and sweet. I yeah, feel like you can't I, go I think wrong that's okay. That. Uh, Fritos dipped in applesauce. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that. I think applesauce. Applesauce is like the. 
You can you can glue anything with applesauce. Yeah. That was my go-to, and my parents hated this. They hated. They used to have a big old uh, Honey Nut Cheerios box on the on the dinner table just to block their visual of my plate because if anything was too hot, I was a live to uh, or, or eat to live guy rather than a live to eat guy. Yeah. So um, when when she would serve. Beefaroni or whatever that stuff was. What was that? Uh, like a hamburger helper or something. Yeah. If it was too hot, I didn't want to sit there and wait for it to cool off. I needed to get back outside and play, get on my bike. So I would put applesauce there and I would just mix it all so it would cool it off and just eat it in one one big throw. My parents were oh, you so mixed, disgusted by that. You mixed hamburger helper with applesauce? I mixed anything that was too hot with applesauce. And when I say anything that was too hot, I mean anything that was too hot to eat in one bite, I would just throw applesauce on it, cool it down. Mix it in. That's what's in his coffee cup right now. (laughs) (laughs) So since since the young days, applesauce is the oh applesauce will make it fine. Like I can I can eat anything with applesauce. I don't know about that mix, man. It works. You had me at just eating applesauce, so you tell me you mixed it with beef stroganoff. Um, Yeah, you ruined that gourmet meal. My parents still talk about it. What about uh, popcorn with grapes? Hmm. I'd be down these are all salty sweet combos. Yeah, I feel like great. I'd give any of these a whirl. Kiwis, but leave the skin on. Ugh. Hmm. Yeah, so the skin okay. is actually good for you. Uh, it's, I mean, that's how it's served a lot of times. We've been using, uh, we've been uh, eating a lot of dried fruit, and I finally uh, had some dried kiwi. Ooh, that's like got a zing to it. And they say uh, somebody shoved a big pretzel stick into a banana. Ouch. And somebody's okay. grandma called it bananas with bones. Red has now renamed it bonanas. Oh, nice! Ah. But I could, I could. Anybody ever try the hot dog in a hollowed pickle? Well, no. That sounds like a great that combo. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds gross. The best part of the pickle is that hard out outside part. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, and somebody brings up a good point on the uh, on the instant feedback here, uh, as far as pizza goes at Super Bowl parties. St. Louis style pizza is cut into small squares. That is perfect for finger foods and grazing. Yeah, because you don't get a full. You can get a little, couple two slices, couple two three slices, and put on the. Uh, you could stack them, too. Oh, yeah. Bread and milk. Well, I don't know about that one, man. I don't know. Bread in milk? Yeah. So, so somebody said... Uh, Helps with dad, your stomach, right? His or dad something? does bread and uh, bread or crackers in milk. Uh, Tostitos chips and peanut butter, somebody said. Mm. Uh, oh, wavy. Those are good. I've had people... My my uh, sister-in-law serves that. Here's a good one. Wavy, like Lay's wavy chips, you know, like the, the really yeah, rigid yeah, yeah. ones, and applesauce. You dip, you, you use... Applesauce. We get it, man. You love applesauce. It's not me. That's not my idea. This is somebody else's idea. I'm not the only crazy person. (laughs) Applesauce. Uh, Peanut butter jelly dipped in uh, chili. Yeah, we've heard about that one. That's a good one. (laughs) Why does this tweet come from Moon Backup Account at Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) Muscle Moon Applesauce. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do this. All right, your Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Washington, Missouri, Marcus Rogala is our yeah, Marcus. Marcus. Yes. Uh, Marcus has been a Riz Show fan ever since he moved to St. Louis back in 2018. Stumbled upon the show. Marcus loves and relates to uh, my honesty, bluntness, and he always loved Jeff's witty comebacks. And Marcus always had related to Jeff and and loves everything the show has done to remember him. Well, thank you, Marcus. 
Marcus Rogala from Washington is our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, podcasters. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whatever you drive, car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you can count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town guaranteed and you can count on Dobbs uh, service pros for expert auto service done right the first time including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs with 43 stores including Dobbs newest store in Columbia Missouri complete full service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient Take the time to check out Dobbs Money Saving February specials at go2dobbs.com and drive into any of the Dobbs 43 convenience store locations for expert tire and auto service and for fantastic savings using Dobbs February deals today. Go2dobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure you're tired all the time it's time to get yourself fixed up take action by making a phone call to st louis sinus center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation it's easier than going to the dentist it's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries now with balloon sinus dilation minimally invasive procedure 90 to 95 percent of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life believe there can be relief Paul St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. Hey, Riz here. I'm going to ask you to do something. Predict the future. You can't. It's impossible. You can't predict the future. Think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Uh, is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? You can change your life in just four months. Not four years, four months. And that's thanks to Centric. You see, Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world, technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years, 
St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in... 2018? Yeah, I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um... We did the underdecking, we did the, uh, the concrete patio, they did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Top skills you need to get hired, even if you have no IT experience. And cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in demand. And Centric can train you for that brand new career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in four months and military men and women. You could use your GI Bill to go to Centric. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. That's Centric. Change your life in four months. Hey, this is Tim Meadows, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Michelob Ultra Studio Camps. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. As I mentioned before, in about 15 minutes, I will give you all the particulars about Point Fest. So who's playing? When the show's going to be, where it's going to be, when tickets go on sale. Also, we'll give away some Point Fest tickets. We've got tickets for the Party Gras DB's Tent Soulard. we got tickets to go see Impractical Jokers. And we got tickets to go see Clownvis at his Lover's Soiree over at the Red Flag next Saturday. This coming Saturday, the 11th. I watched uh, Jason Siegel's new show, Shrinking, on uh, yeah. Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah, my wife uh, watched the first episode. She really liked it. It was good. We watched the first episode last night. I recommend it. It's uh, Jason Siegel on Harrison Ford. And it's weird seeing Harrison Ford on a TV show. Is this the first one he's ever done? Second. Ooh, I don't know. Who was the first one he did? He's on that 18, whatever it is. Oh, uh, 1823 yeah. or whatever it is. So he, I like how he has never done TV and all of a sudden two shows the same At the same time. time. Yeah. But these are all movies, basically, so... But Shrinkham was very good. It's a, it's an interesting story. Uh, Harrison Ford, he's at his gruffest. <laughs> yeah. He always talks like this. 
kind of playing himself these playing days. Himself. Like he almost talks like uh, almost talks like Batman. He sits back in the chair. Just so gruff all the time. <laughs> That's how he talks. He's old. How old is he? He's gotta be eighty. Eighty. Well, he is he was born in nineteen forty two. Forty two, eighty one. It'll be 81 this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, we're going to give away those tickets. Uh, Rafe's got a contest for us. Yeah. Which will be fun to play. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. So, pot dispensaries in Missouri started selling wreck weed over the weekend. How did they do? Did they do well? Was it a disappointment? What, what, do they have like expected numbers? I don't know. I just saw how much how much recreational weed was sold. Uh, dispensaries around the state sold about eight point six million dollars worth of weed. That's in three days. That is compared to a uh, how much with the medical only? Medical. Okay, so if you add in the medical marijuana sold over the weekend, you've got a about a, a twelve point six million dollars sold. So so. So you said eight point six million. Eight point six million dollars with the wreck. Throw another four million on top of that. Over the weekend, and there's not medical, that many places. Just over three days. That the state gets to tax. Six yeah. percent tax imposed on wreck marijuana in the state. So that netted the state five hundred ten thousand dollars. That's in addition to a, a typical sales tax, right? Like so, if 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 I'm buying a candy bar and it's mm-hmm. whatever it is, seven eight nine percent tax. This is six percent in addition to that. Or is it just the state tax? I've, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm wondering. Now, a municipality could add another 3% on it. So let's say there's a dispensary in Ellisville. Mm-hmm. Like, in addition to the 6%, right. Ellisville would go throw another 3% on that. Yeah. Locally. Which is a good motivation yeah. to but, but set how many, up shop. How many stores are there in the state right now? Because there's not that many, right? Uh, I thought there was 160 that are eligible. So that's pretty uh, good the, numbers. You know, around the state. That's crazy good numbers. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, medical marijuana is taxed uh, at 4% in the state. Mm. So 6% rec, 4% medical, $8.6 million worth of weed, recreational weed sold over the weekend. Three days, first weekend out. So, that seems pretty good to me. I don't know. It says, according to this, uh, there's 214 licensed dispensary facilities in Missouri. Now, not all of them are doing well. Not all of them got the rec license yet. Right. They have to retrofit their their facilities, and I, I don't know what hoops they have to jump through. But I, I read it was like 160 were eligible this yeah. weekend. But there you go. That's the numbers. Speaking of the numbers, somebody won the Powerball last night. What? It wasn't me, guys. Mm. Uh, one ticket in Washington, Washington State, hit all the numbers. Uh, they'll get the ninth biggest jackpot in history, 750 million. Uh, there were also $5 million winners in Michigan and New York, a $2 million winner in Texas. So it was exactly 754600000 That was a jackpot. Uh, if the winner opts for the, you know, for the annuity, that'll pay that over 29 years. Or if you took the lump sum, the cash, that was uh, $407.2 million. Wow. 407. 407. You taking the lump sum on that? Yeah, I think that's a financial person would tell you that's what to do because the dollar won't be as worth as much in 29 years as it is now. Yeah. And Best. what happens if this thing, their program just completely goes away? At a certain point, they no longer decide to pay that out. 
Hmm. I know they have their word they have to keep, but what happens if it's... I don't know, Scott. That's why I'm taking... Give yeah. me all the money. Give it so now. Give it to me now. Hey, does anybody have any experience with this? Not that I'm going to win the lottery because I don't play the lottery, but if I were, you know how you're supposed to get a lawyer first and all that? You're supposed to sign the ticket first, put it in a safe spot. Right. And then you get and then you get a lawyer. And you, and you lawyer up. So when you lawyer up, is a lawyer going to go, wait, why are you seeking my uh, counsel? You just won 754? Cool. We'll just do it on a, a clean 20%. Are they going to, is, is this something where you can hire somebody and and say, I'm going to pay you hourly? Or, yeah. or, uh, yeah. You don't have to give them a percentage of your winnings. I just, I wonder. If somebody wants a percentage of your winnings, you go, no. I bet you some people, <laughs> I bet you some people get duped into that. Yeah, but I'm sure you, you could be smart and say, hey, I came across some money. I need help from you. You know, yeah, how much does it cost an hour? He'll tell yeah. you how much it is an hour. You're like, okay, cool. And then Fine, I could afford it. Can you imagine Because I just won $700 million. <laughs> yeah. Did I say 250 an hour? I yeah. meant 250K <laughs> an hour. You know what? That's even fun. That's even, all right, a couple hours of work. <laughs> now, the first time you saw this, you thought it was weird. But it has definitely become a thing. Putting your toddler on a leash. Acceptable or not acceptable? The first time I ever saw a toddler on a leash, I was in a subway station. And it was, I think it may have been Grand Central. Grand Central. And I saw this toddler with a little, it was a monkey backpack. Oh, yeah. And the tail looked like, well, the, the tail was the part where the, the kid was attached to the mom. And this kid was throwing a tantrum, and the mom was dragging the kid across the floor. <laughs> the kid was on his back, and the mom was pulling his leash down the corridor. I go, hmm, get on a leash. Heard about it. Now, you think he's a tantrum thrower because he's on a leash, or he's on a leash because he's a tantrum thrower? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't stop her. I just went, hmm, that's the first time I've seen that. First, first time, time I probably saw it was 90s. I was probably honestly when I was working on Hot Topic, Crescent Plaza. Get on a leash. Yeah. I and mean, wasn't that where it kind of started, like late 90s? No, because we went to Disney World when I was a little kid. And I remember seeing other kids, like their on parents a leash? had two kids on a leash. Yeah. yeah I, I remember I, that at Disney World as a kid. Whoa. I don't know. To me, it's always been demeaning. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put my kid on a leash. Maybe they're into it. <laughs> the kid? <laughs> I'm a kid on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Rafe, is it, is it acceptable to put your kid on a leash? Uh, man, I don't know. I want everyone's kids on a leash when I see them running amok <laughs> in a restaurant. But probably no. I would say no from a standpoint, human rights standpoint. But at the same time... When I see a little kid going table to table in the restaurant, unsu- in get parents, that kid on a leash! Get that kid on a leash! Well, that's why you bring duct tape where you see so you duct tape him to the chair. Duh. Yeah. But when I see a parent with a kid on a leash, I think a couple things. Like, I get my child-rearing advice from the dog whisperer, or <laughs> I'm um, I'm raising a future bondage enthusiast. I was say, they shop at Balenciaga or something. Or I push my dog in a stroller and put the kid on a leash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or I'm only using the leash because an electric cattle prod is a bad look. <laughs> or I'm too lazy to teach a kid what shut up and sit still means. Or if you <laughs> kneel and extend your hand, my kid will sniff it. I don't know. 
Do you say them at restaurants? or did you, I, I mean, I, I guess the, the when place... When my kid rolls over, I give him a milk bone. <laughs> <laughs> the, last time, the last time I remember seeing one, I think, was hiking. And we were out on, um, we were in Arkansas hiking. And there was like a big bluff. And I remember seeing a kid on a trail and they had like a... It wasn't a leash, but it was it was something like that. It was like a backpack or something, and it had the reins. Uh, it had the <laughs> it had the coiled cord, like the old phone phone cord. Yeah, that's a leash. Right, that's a leash. But, but, but all I thought was, oh, you know what? I mean, I guess that makes sense if you got like a four year old that like is out with you and loves being in the outdoors, but you don't want being close to the cliff. Uh, yeah. If I had another couple four year olds, they could pull my sled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I see a kid on a leash. The parents are like, hmm, most people hide the fact that I'm a terrible parent. Not me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Introducing the new Fisher-Price shock collar. I hear somebody has uh, weighed in and said that they have a child with autism and it, that it helped develop the social skills to stick with the family when they were out and about, and it actually really helped. So that's something to consider next time you see uh, a kid on a leash. Uh, mm. but I wonder what the percentages of kids on a leash yeah, are, have autism. Probably not the majority, but... I guess we we could reserve. Well, and, uh, okay, so I'm I'm putting this out there. A new poll found that putting your toddler on a leash is now socially acceptable. Forty eight percent of Americans say that's fine, compared to thirty four percent who don't think it's okay. The other seventeen percent were not sure. I don't have an opinion. Stop asking me questions. Okay, so here here are, here are a couple more questions about babies and how people answered. Uh, would you rather? So they were asked, "Would you rather have a boy or a girl? Hmm. Who? What? What one? <sighs> Probably boy, because I feel like men are really insecure, and that women probably are more level-headed and said, as long as it's healthy. What would you rather have, a boy or a girl? 19% said boy, 15% said girl, 54% said no preference. Men, of course, were more likely to say boy. Uh, would you give? Would you rather give birth in a hospital or at home? 12% mm -hmm. of women said home birth. Another 8% said no preference. So one in five would be up for it. Oh, man. I know people do it, but I'm like, man, Home what birth? if something goes wrong? And I'd rather be in the place with all the equipment. Yeah, yeah I mean, on the surface and the idea of it sounds really, really awesome. But for the brief moment that it is, and yes, of course, it's the most special moment of no, your life. No, we're going to put the kitty pool kind of in the living room, and I, everybody's coming over. We're going to do candles. Yeah, I, to I totally get it, and I super support it. But when <laughs> it comes to me, When it comes to me, I play the stats, man, and, and we did home births for a— a, a lot of millennia, and the percentages of, of successful births is far higher now. Yeah, because most people was, go to a hospital. Than it was yeah. for millennia doing home births. So I'm going to play the stats and just in I case. I want to yeah. be in the place with all the equipment. Yeah, that's yep. what I mean, yeah. just I in wanna, case. I don't want to ruin my nice shag carpet either. Yeah, <laughs> we put a couple tarps down, Scott. Okay. Come on, that's easy. I'm now, not into this hipster birth movement. I'm going to have a zero res come in right after to do a deep steam <laughs> clean. Yeah. If you can guarantee, if you can guarantee safety and health, of course, home would be be the yeah. one. But that, there's no guarantee, so you, you play the stats. Oh, we'll make a whole party of it. You know, Rafe will make us chili. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Have the whole fam over. Disposable diapers or cloth? Only 14% said cloth. Another 23% said they'd use both. So that means 37% uh, would use at least some cloth diapers. Uh, I did a mix of both, and it would. Um, 
If you have the time and the resources to do cloth, it is kind of awesome. I had a buddy, uh, my buddy Matt, who was just in town. They did a they had a service. Like a, like a cloth Whoa. diaper service. Oh, that they sent it out, and it was like a wash and fold thing. kind of. Yeah, right? like, the bird, uh, so they put the dirty off? diapers, in the, or dirty cloth diapers in a bag, and somebody comes, picks them up, and drops off fresh ones. Wow. That's pretty nice. That's the only way I would do it. <laughs> and then with the cloth diaper, is it more of a at-your-house kind of thing than the disposable diapers you use for public appearances? I don't know. Appearances? We used regular diapers. Yeah. I had a friend that did cloth diapers, but she was overwhelmed and, like, you go to her house, and it was just like these makeshift clotheslines with like doo doo cloths hanging. And I'm like, this looks like a crime scene. Get out of here, dude. Well, and my buddy said that first they they try to do it themselves, and then it was just it it's was overwhelming. Just gross. Yeah. Uh, is it okay to post photos and videos of your baby on social media? Thirty nine percent said no. Don't do it. Don't do it. I wonder how many of them find it morally wrong though, or how many just are sick of seeing their friends. Constant stream of, of baby pics. I don't know. Uh, is it okay to pierce your baby's ears? Hmm. We did. Is it okay to pierce your baby's ears? Uh, 36% said, yeah, it's fine. And that includes 44% of men. Uh, so I'm sorry, 44% of women and 26% of men. And at what age is a kid no longer a baby? Man. Three. Three. Is that the toddler? That's when that starts. Two or three. Yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd say two or three. Interesting too with it with the earring thing. I I I remember here. This is a long time ago, but I remember hearing a guy really taught like he was really adamant about uh, teaching somebody a lesson. They got their daughter's ear pierced at like whatever it was. Yeah, nine, nine months, something like that. Twelve months, and he was really leaning into like, how could you do that? Blah blah blah, and. Uh, he said, uh, the, the, I remember the lady just like kind of took it and she goes, uh, is your son circumcised? I was right about to bring that up. And, uh, and that he, I don't remember the ending cause I think that was the ending. Yeah. The kid's not going to remember it. She cut it off right there. It was just, it was just like, uh, yeah, she, she kind of won the argument where yeah. he never really considered, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If we would have gotten my daughter's ears pierced when she was, you know, a baby, uh, she wouldn't have the memory of screaming <laughs> when she got her ears pierced when she was, you know, right. seven or eight. That's why I let my son get a tattoo when he was two. Yes, just <laughs> get it out of the way. He's not going to remember it. Uh, as far as uh, at what age is a kid no longer a baby? Most agreed, it's somewhere between one and three. Depends on the kid. The totally number one answer. On the, kid. the number one answer was eighteen months to two years. That was uh, when a, a baby is no longer yeah. a baby. My son was the youngest there for a long time, and he uh, he had everybody doting on him, dude. He was a baby as long as he could be. Yeah. He, he knew it. He not, knew not, it. Not everybody agrees, though. 11% said even four-year-olds are still babies. And on the flip side, uh, 3% said four months is the cutoff. You're five months old. You're not a baby. Get a job. <laughs> kind of like the, uh, I think when you stop measuring age in months, that's a good, I think that's a good metric. Because I feel like 18 months... I don't like when I meet someone and they're like, my child's 36 months old. I'm like, now you're doing math. No. <laughs> child's three years old. I didn't know. You go, what a baby. I didn't know there'd yeah. be math on this test. <laughs> hey, guys, it's, uh, oh, it's 731. It's time. Official Point Fest 2023 announcement. Right. 
CoinFest is back, presented by your Mid-America Chevy dealers. I'll give you the date first. Put this on the calendar. May 27th. That is a Saturday. Oh, yeah. right. yes. You can go, Liz. That is a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I will be there. You can go. Saturday, May 27th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Let me tell you who's playing. I'll start with uh, the band Tiger Cub. Congratulations, Tiger Cub. Awesome. You're playing Coin Fest. I'll say congratulations to Bandmade. You are on Coin Fest. All right. 2023. What a name, huh? Bandmade. That's a heck of a name. <laughs> I will tell you that this act will be at Point Fest. This would be White Reaper. You will see White Reaper. The boss has been talking about this band for a long time yeah. now, and I, I dug in a little bit. This is a great yeah. band. So you'll see White Reaper at Point Fest, May 27th. So let's recap so far, Scott. We got Tiger Cub, we got Bandmade, we got White Reaper. Bandmade's a Japanese group. Are they? Yeah. I like that name, Bandmade. Yeah. All right, so we got White Reaper, and we also have... Badflower. Badflower will be at Point Fest 2023, Saturday, May 27th, at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. All right, up next is a group called Bad Omens. Bad Omens will be at Point Fest 2023. You got Bad Omens, Bad Flower, White Reaper, Bandmade, Tiger Cub, and... Oh, there's a St. Louis connection here. Pretty Reckless. So that is uh, Taylor Momsen, who was uh, Cindy Lou Who on uh, the, the, the Grinch. The Jim Carrey Grinch movie. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So St. Louis' own Taylor Momsen. Yeah, same. Same gal. And the Pretty Reckless. Be a point for all right, this next group, I am I'm, I'm not sure if I'm gonna say their name right. I'm just gonna play their song and you guys oh, figure no. it out. Oh, the Greek fire! You played the real one. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I thought you I thought you were going to the guy again, man. No, missed opportunity, by the way. I yep. should have. <laughs> but uh Moon's Band Greek Fire at right. This will, be, uh, this will be the first time, I mean, other than the Toast to Jeff, this will be the first time we played in quite some time, and it is a, uh, a build-up for, for a fun year, a fun year of, of plans. He thought I was going to play this. He lion, <laughs> <laughs> dreams that I can hold. He lion on my own. Everybody now. <laughs> Best, trying to feed your best video, Rafe. I really appreciate you doing that one. Oh, we got a couple of different versions. Uh, we have uh, this version here. That's them singing and not paying attention and getting into a car accident. <laughs> what is this one? Bad Crash 2? Oh, uh, the ukulele version. 
Also not paying attention. Oh, man. Oh, what's this one? There's number three. I don't know, man. I have 50 of them. We we are excited. We are excited to play. Keep going. Keep going. Let's recap here. Okay, we got uh, Tiger Cub, Bandmade, White Reaper, Bad Flower, Bad Omens, Pretty Reckless, Greek Fire, Saturday, May 27th, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. It's a good show. Great show. Made even better by this group. What? That's a good hair band, too. Oh, that guy's got some hair. Claudio? <laughs> yeah. Got some hair. I worked with a girl who's a huge fan, and I, the, do they have their own comic book or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty wild. Oh, yeah. That's the, band, the band's named after, like, the characters. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, it's, that's a whole scene there with Cody and Cambria. Oh, we got one more group. What? We got one more group to tell you about. I guess, can you call this uh, the headliner? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So here we go. Here's your headliner. Point Fest 2023, Saturday, May 27th, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. You will see Incubus at Point Fest 2023, Saturday, May 27th, at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 11 a.m. Point Club pre-sale Thursday at 10 a.m. Get your lawn tickets for just 30 bucks during first week of sales. All the Point Fest info now is up there, 1057thepoint.com slash pointfest. Again, thank you to uh, Mid-America Chevy dealers. Also, Retroactive Smoke Shop uh, as your uh, fine sponsors of Point Fest 2023. That's it, right? That's there. a big, big show. It's a big Huge, one. Huge, man. It's one of the biggest we've had in a while. I am super psyched to see Incubus. Me too. Uh, call me an enthusiast. I me love too. That I think group. I missed them last time they were in town, and I was, I was bummed, quite bummed. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, back to news. Uh, I know, I know, monkeys throw their own poop. Uh, <laughs> but man, I didn't realize they were this filthy. Have you ever been to the zoo and seen a monkey throw poop? <gasps> I've seen monkeys do far more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a monkey ruin a field trip. <laughs> By a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I ride up against the glass, too. Oh, really? Oh, my God, yeah. It was hilarious. Well, zookeepers in Japan have been trying to figure out how a small 10-pound ape named Momo got pregnant in isolation a couple of years ago. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let me guess. Well, she's a type of ape called a white-handed gibbon. Okay. You have a guess on how this thing got pregnant? The, the Momo was in isolation. Yeah, but did they do like isolation where like they're cage to cage or not? I hate to say cage, but you, you know what I'm saying, like the enclosure uh, to enclosure. Yeah, and, and there's like bars or something. And well, they knew it wasn't like a virgin birth scenario. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got to name it Jesus. 
But, but the only males nearby were in their own cages and couldn't access her. Or so they thought. Hmm. The zoo recently DNA uh, tested the baby, and they found out the father was an ape in the cage next door. And that's when they figured out how the two of them got it on. There were a small hole in a wall. What? Yep. <laughs> a tiny glory hole. <laughs> no A way. tiny glory uh, hole. They put that together. They- it was less than a centimeter wide. Wow, that doesn't bode well for the <laughs> yeah. hey, reputation man. of the a male ape. <laughs> uh, he's a gibbon. Gibbon it up. You know? <laughs> yeah, They're a neat looking creature, though. Uh, There's a small holding area between their cages that both of them took turns occupying. And uh, the wall on Momo's side had the hole in it. Uh, The dad is a 36-year-old agile gibbon, so a different type of ape, but they could still mate. And zookeepers are now planning to move him in with Momo so they could be a family. He's like, great. That's that's not what he wanted. Great. Come on. This is not what I wanted. (laughs) Hey, man, where there's a will, there's a way. He doesn't even know. He's like, hey, man, I just got it on with this hole in the wall, and then all of a sudden I got to take care of this kid? Like, he has no idea what was on the other side. Now they're on uh, Maury. Yeah. yeah. He's doing a little gibbon dance. Hey, sorry for this uh, for this story. If you're on your way to the hospital for surgery this morning, and there are a lot of you probably on your way to wherever, Barnes, Mobap, St. Luke's. A guy from Brazil had to have a surgery to remove a tumor from his intestines a couple weeks ago. Uh, and the surgery seemed to go off without a hitch. No problems. Sent him home. Uh, six days after the surgery, uh, the guy started feeling really sick. Like, really sick. And uh, he went back into the hospital for a CT scan. Like, Junior mint? Eh, worse. Uh, they found what was making him sick. Uh, doctors accidentally left a... Large pair of scissors inside his intestines. Wow. <sighs> Dude. And there is, I mean, you could see the scan. It is not a small pair. Uh, so he has a wing at the hospital named after him now. The doctors just sewed him up and left the scissors inside. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he had to go back into surgery. He's now in stable condition. <sighs> not like a piece of gauze. Like, we left a piece of gauze in there. Scissors. Big scissors. Pointy things. Pointy, you left the pointy device in me right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Woo. How many people yeah. are fired on that one? Uh, and then I started going down the, the rabbit hole of, oh, let's see other cases like this. And, and there's plenty. Plenty. <laughs> More than, <laughs> I mean, yes, it is not common. Man, at least you can absorb a junior mint, you know? At least you can get yeah, some out of that. Yeah, you cannot absorb. I mean, there have been people that have gone years. Yeah, and it like fuses to their organs or years, or and they the go. All of a sudden, they're not feeling good, and 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 they do a scan. They go, "It's a scalpel inside you." Oh, golly! That's why it hurts when I jump. Yeah. See, and the guy's a politician, apparently. This guy in Brazil, so I'm sure there will be ramifications. All right, that is your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, let's do crap on celebrities next. Guys, this question because yeah, after watching the Grammys, who won album of the year? Harry Styles, I think, won album of the year at the Grammys. Yes, now, album of the year is your album 
not just single, is good from the front to the back, right? It's it's your exclusive. Yeah. The entire album's worth of songs. What album, front to back, do you think you've listened to the most? And when was the last time you actually listened to an album front to back? Like put something on and just listen. Oh man. Think about it. One of our Point Fest artists might be in there for me, as far as that goes. I know you love the White Reaper, but I didn't realize you were listening to uh, his records. Incubus is who I was talking okay. about. Oh. Buenos días, yo soy Polo Asensio, y usted escucha El Risuto Show. Feliz cumpleaños, compadre Riz. So a couple minutes ago, we gave all the Point Fest particulars. Uh, Point Fest happening May 27th over at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Point Club pre-sale happening 10 a.m. on Thursday. Incubus, Cody Cambria, Green Fire, Pretty Reckless, Bad Flower, and more. All the details, 1057thepoint.com slash pointfest. So, man, I remember when you used to go to the movies and it was a first come, first serve as far as getting there, getting a good seat. You'd have to show up minimum like 45 minutes before the start of the movie to get a decent yep. seat, especially if it was like a big first weekend movie. Yeah, you walk in when you're supposed to, which is late, uh, and uh, you're like, oh, front row. Front row. Front row. Okay. Well, it was back in the days looking up movie times in the newspaper, yeah. or even, you know, even the early days of the internet. I saw the one movie in the 90s that you really didn't want to see uh, sit front row, because it made you sick. What? Blair Witch Project. Oh. Really? Front row. John and I were late, and we walked in, and we were like front or uh, first or second row at uh, the old Kendrick Theater. And we're looking up like this, watching Blair I saw the Witch. first Avengers in IMAX <laughs> in the front row. Oh, and I had to, man. It was like, when they they were fighting, I'd be like, I had to like pick which character I wanted to, I'm like, all right, well, Hulk seems to be holding his own. Let me look over here and see what Thor's up to. Like, I was so close. I was in the middle of the fight, and I was like, it made me nauseous, and I was like, I missed half the movie because there was, you know. Well, and when people speak of the good old days, I remember when, you know, the good old days, blah, blah. Those were not good yeah, days. some of that stuff no. It's sucked. awesome the way it is now with assigned seats. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And it's room, awesome. You can actually not have anyone sit on top of you. Oh, and think, about, and think about, too, uh, but before, I mean, you could, remember, uh, we would go to Ronnie's a lot, and you could call. When, when you were a kid, you could call and, like, reserve tickets, or maybe you could buy them sometimes, but they, uh, they're not going to take a credit no, card. No, seat assignments, though. Yeah, it was definitely not. But I'm just saying, like, remember you would want to meet friends. And you meet friends at the movies, and you get down there, and, uh, oh, yeah, cool. Here, you buy your tickets, you buy your tickets. Uh, sorry, we're sold out. And then the two kids behind you that came, that got dropped off, now can't get tickets to the same movie. Yeah. There's a couple times where, you know, you go down. Ronnie's used to be packed back in the day. I don't know if it is now. Dude, assigned seats are the best. My daughter has tickets for a movie that has, isn't even happening for days. Oh, yeah. That she bought in advance, and she talked to her friends, and they have all the whole road oh, to themselves. They've my son already too. He's got figured, tickets for Ant Man already. Yeah, which they've is already next figured week. it all out. It's amazing. Yeah, he's got tickets for Ant Man already. The old days were garbage sometimes. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Those were not good days. It sucked. <laughs> I like when my feet stuck to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. Now you got the nice chairs, reclining chairs. Now, sure, it may cost you a little more, but. Uh, when you go to buy those tickets and you see what rows open, you can you know pick your seat on the chart. Every seat's the same price, right? Oh, I, don't, I, th uh, I thought so. Are they doing? Yes. Are they now switching oh, that boy. up? Uh, AMC's doing something, right? Yep, AMC's going to start charging different ticket prices no. based on where you sit. 
Yep, they're they adding don't an exciting new feature to the movie-going experience. You'll now get to choose between paying even more or having a worse seat. That's a, so. Here's the trick, then, since I can tell you guys, I went to a movie last weekend and it was great. And there's a decent amount of people in there, but uh, you wait till the movie start, and you're gonna have plenty of time to move to a seat that. Sure. Should cost you a lot. Sure. But AMC is rolling out the new pricing system called Sightline, where tickets will be priced differently based on where you're sitting. It's like how concerts work or sporting events, plays, and even airlines now. So this was inevitable. Hmm. I guess understandable. Where do they value the most? Is it center? Uh, row C. Center. Value. Okay, so not all pricing is changing. The standard Sightline seats will be the most common and will be available for the usual uh, high uh, cost of a ticket. But value Sightline tickets will cost slightly less. That's for the less popular seats like the front row. And preferred Sightline will cost you slightly more. Those are prime seats in the middle of the theater. Bummer. Now, they're rolling this out this weekend. New York, Chicago, Kansas City. But it'll be at all their locations by the end of the year. The only good thing with this is whatever the cheapest seat is, the supposedly worst seat, is still a better seat than ever. Yeah. So those seats are still great. I mean, if you remember before, you would never want to sit in the middle, even though that you know that that's the best spot. You always wanted to go for the row. Why? Because if somebody in this 50-seat row had to get up, they had to go by you, go by you, you can l sit there and have everybody going to get popcorn, and you'd never know because they never cross your sight line. Yeah. They're never in your way. The front row is nowhere... It, the fire capacity wouldn't even allow what they used to allow as far as how many people were in those theaters at one yeah. time. So there's not a bad seat. Is there? I mean, or, or, or am I wrong? Well, a lot of these, I feel like a lot of them are those, like, recliner seats. Yeah, they're and awesome. They're awesome, but, man, the front row can still be, even in the front comfort, it still sucks. It's like, especially if it's, like, a big screen. I'm hmm. telling you, man, the Avengers about. It's not even I, worth it at I that point. had, boy. like, a. Uh, Vertigo watching it. <laughs> it's not even worth it at that point to go see a movie in the front row. Yeah, I mean, at least they made them cheaper. And you're like, well, at least it's only seven bucks, I guess. I guess. Or is it standard and the better seats are more? He said no, that's less. value pricing. Okay. Like they're, okay. you know, that's where the riffraff sits. You know what I'm saying? And Rich people, ha ha, high fives, all right. <laughs> you sit with the poor people. <laughs> you know how they have the membership thing at AMC where you get to see up to three movies a week or something like that? No, they're still rolling that out. out. I wonder if if they're doing this because I bet if you have that and you're going to a ton of movies, you probably you have get to pay preference? for it. Maybe upgrade. you got that. Um, has no, that they have to pay for the upgrade. Has that Alamo Draft House open yet? Uh, no, yeah, no. I think it did. Everybody's making a big deal, like Alamo Draft House down by the Foundry. Oh, you haven't been there. They got a bar. They got this. Every theater has a bar now. Yeah. Every theater has a bar now. Hmm. Tell me something that. Tell me something that would. Really get me to go drive downtown. Knock at the cabin. Remember, that's the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, let's see. No, but give me amenities that my theater. I'm just, I was just looking to see if. That my theater close to me does not have. Dude, I got mad last time I went to an AMC because I wanted a popcorn refill, and the lady was like, Are you an AMC Stubbs Club Rewards? And I was like, No, I don't think so. She's like, Can't give it to you. Oh, why don't you say yes? Well, they you had to prove it. You had to produce a card, and I was like, I got to be a rewards member for this eighteen dollar popcorn. <laughs> I can't get a refill. And she's like, You can sign up real quick if you want. And I'm uh, like, no, I thought the large gets you. Usually. I'm an AMC stockholder. I tried to show her my Robinhood app. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got in meme you know, stock, lady. Yeah, you don't think I can't get I'm a lost. refill? Trust me, they're gonna hear about this at the board meeting on Monday. <laughs> <laughs>
with 26 shares. Dang. <laughs> I ain't no slouch. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. A menu. They, uh, oh, they okay. have food. All right. The, the theater by, by my house has food. Well, this is a menu that looks like it is uh, straight for the Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. So it's an inspired menu. Okay, but then you're eating in the dark, which I always found <laughs> weird. I wanted that to pair... <laughs> That to pair like five star one where they serve you food yeah. in the theater, like yeah. a waiter or waitress uh -huh. comes. But then you're eating in the dark. Well, hey, you just mentioned popcorn. <laughs> Free popcorn will rise from the grave. So it says stop by your local Al Alamo draft house on. Oh, that was. Never mind. That day's over. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Screw you. Never mind. Uh, well, the Alamo does, if you're obsessed with seeing movies, their pass is uh, daily. So you can go. So I go drive downtown. Unlimited times to see movies. I'm sure it's yeah. great. I'm sure it's great if you live there. That's pretty cool, though. If you live in the area. Yeah. But now, it, pretty standard at all theaters. You got a bar. Pretty much. They serve They serve decent food. Mm -hmm. Or at least they have a fry later. I want to know what the inspired Ant-Man menu is. It's like ants on a log. Yeah, oh yeah. For $27. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, you see it's celery and peanut butter with raisins. <laughs> It's a hot dog, but, but it's, it's tiny. They called it, it's what is this, a menu for Marvel-themed. <laughs> okay, so I, back to the question before, uh, that I asked before the break. Um, d do albums still matter? They do to me, damn it. <laughs> they do to me. They do to me. Like Harry Styles won Best Album at the Grammys, which means you know, he won the award for every song on the thing he just put out. Yeah. Do albums still matter? Yeah. Often an artist, you know, or band's best work is an album cut, not the single you hear on the radio. But what album do you think you've listened to the most, Rafe? Ever. Ever. That's tough. I mean, I know we listened to the Metallica Black album so many times. Like, my entire childhood was somebody bringing a boombox up to our basketball courts putting on the metallica black cd and then just watching just fist fights <laughs> <laughs> just this was like a park i did, you know you ever go there was always those two brothers that would fight each other yeah. larry and lanny that they was were these just big like these guys just looked like they would been held back in eighth grade like 27 times yeah. and they'd come up and then they'd put on the metallica black album and it'd be like in the middle of sad but true and then those two dudes would get in a fight, and then if you tried to get in it, they would turn, and then they would make peace long enough just to beat the yeah, crap out of you. you so, like, I would say just from that experience, that probably Metallica that, right? Black album probably, I had to have heard it hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds yeah. of times start to finish, and I think it's good start to finish. Scott, the album you've listened to the most? Um, it's probably, man, that is tough. It is very Front tough. to back, no skipsies. Front to back. Because there's plenty that I've listened to that I have like one song yeah. that I would always skip. And that doesn't count. It might be um, Whatever Never Amen from Ben Folds. Oh, like, that's an interesting call. That album Whatever is Never perfect. Amen. Yeah, it's beautiful and yeah. hilarious. And, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, that's a great... F but uh, the one recently, though, is The Million Mask of uh, God from Manchester Orchestra. And you love that. Incredible album. Front uh, to back. Chris Kerber, our buddy, uh, says The Wall from Pink Floyd. I mean, front to back. That's yeah. great. Yeah, you also throw Dark Side. A recent album, uh, there's an artist I like called The White Buffalo. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but uh, his new album is great. 
and it's like the songs lead into it. It was designed to be an album. Yeah. Like the songs, there is no silence between songs. Like one song leads into yeah, another, yeah, yeah. and That's it felt great. very much by design. And I have appreciation for that when somebody does that. Uh, for me, I mean, you got Tools Anima, Undertow, Front to Back, nice. amazing. Pearl Jam's 10, uh, Alice in Chains, oh, yeah. Dirt, uh, for me, Front to Back. Um, Appetite for Destruction from uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, probably one of the first ones for me was Def Leppard's Hysteria, front to back. I'll listen to that. I'll throw a rap one on there. Cypress Hill, Black Sunday, front to back. Would put that on and leave it. Yeah, Jay-Z Blueprint, I'd put that up there. We're going rap album. Booners? Uh, there's a ton for me. A ton for me. The Top yeah. Gun soundtrack, I know that sounds silly, but that was probably the first one that I was always front <laughs> to back in. Lots of, uh, <laughs> lo lo lots of Garth Brooks... Uh, uh, stuff. No fences and rope in the wind used to be a front to back for me. No, no yeah. skipsies. Um, as far as more of like adult stuff, uh, still when I was an older kid, Incubus Make Yourself is a flawless record that from front to back, front to back, never ever disappoints. And the only other one I would throw on there, as, as far as recent and still twenty years old, is uh, Silverchair's Diorama. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's a beautiful one. I'd, I'd like to kick in the Footloose soundtrack if we're doing soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're definitely doing soundtrack. That is a banger. The Footloose. It's a banger soundtrack. Footless isn't even close to the best song on that. It's a good one. Uh, throw uh, Green Day's Dookie on there. Oh, yeah, Dookie. It's a good for one. Sure. That was an earbud share. I used to sit on the bus on the way to basketball games and share headphones with my buddy and listen to. Yeah, Nirvana's Nevermind. <laughs> yeah, Nevermind. Uh, Nevermind. Uh, the Black Album, too, from Metallica, man. That was. Ill to Communicate. Uh, Ill Communications from. Yeah, that from Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. That was an awesome one. That was front to back, too. Soundtracks definitely matter. The, the 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 song placement folks that put together a good soundtrack, yeah, they're the unsung heroes, man. Loggins really fell ass first into the soundtrack world, didn't he? Oh, Caddyshack, <laughs> Footloose, uh, that guy. Top Gun. How mad was Messina that he got out? And then Loggins just is like, I'm just sitting on a pile of soundtrack money, dog. <laughs> Messina got out. He's living in like a duplex in East Hollywood. Lyle on Twitter says Linkin Park's Meteora. That one, that one, and Hybrid Theory are Hybrid Theory's flawless great. records. Yeah. Allison Krauss Union Station live in Louisville. That's yeah. a great man. One. Led Zeppelin four. Bush Sixteen Stone. I mean, Matt said that on uh, on, yeah. on Twitter, and there were like six singles on that on that record. It, it was a front to backer. Kenny Rogers, The Gambler. <laughs> Money front to back. Yeah. Front to back. Oh, front White to back. Pony. I've ever heard that. White Pony from Deftones. Yeah, it's great. Good one. Yeah. I give us what you think. Front out, front to back albums. Let us know. Let us know your album, front to back that you listen to the most. I think kids nowadays almost have, uh, you know, don't have the the attention span to listen to a whole record front to back. Well, and albums maybe not, are not put out like say, that anymore. That's, that's not the kids' fault. That's consumer in general's fault. That's Spotify's fault. That's that's easy I, that's, to skip. That's, that's everybody's fault. You all take you you better take some responsibility for that too. Every single bit of us. I'm yeah, not taking responsibility for anything. The kids aren't Think the ones that are spending the money. I'm telling you, man. The attention span thing—they—they—they're they, they, getting blamed for all this crap. It's not their fault. We had whenever I was a kid, there was two different dads. I remember, you know, you'd have your favorite song, like that isn't anything, and then they'd play something from Queen. They'd make you listen to the whole album at their house or something, you know. And <laughs> so you're—you just got used to hearing the whole Aerosmith or the whole Queen, like in full, because like you have to do it this way. You got to experience it, man. Raging mm -hmm. Machine, Evil Empire. Oh yeah. That's I mean, the first record, too. All right, today's February 7th, back of the day, 141 years ago, 1882. The last bare-knuckle fight for the heavyweight boxing title went down in Mississippi City. John L. Sullivan knocked out Patty Ryan 
<laughs> in the ninth oh. round. Oh, Bear. I have my money on Patty. Patty Ryan. Fighting Patty Ryan. <laughs> uh, 83 years ago, 1940, Walt Disney's Pinocchio premiered in New York. Uh, 80 years ago, 1943, due to a shortage of leather during World War II, the U.S. began rationing shoes, limiting consumers to three pairs per person for the remainder of the year. 74 years ago, 1949, Joe DiMaggio signs with the New York Yankees for $100,000, the first six-figure contract in the majors. The average salary in baseball now is just over four mil. Uh, 59 years ago, 1962, the Beatles arrived at New York's Kennedy Airport for their first appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show. I know you've seen the news footage from that, all the screaming uh, teenage girls as the Beatles are getting off the plane. Uh, 49 years ago, 1974, Blazing Saddles was released. Starring Mel Brooks in four different roles, Harvey Corman in three different roles, Gene Wilder as a Waco kid, and Cleavon Little as Bart, the kick-ass black sheriff of Rock Ridge. 35 years ago, 1988, Mike Tyson entered into holy matrimony with, I don't know, some people call her the succubus who became his downfall, Robin Givens. Uh, they divorced on Valentine's Day the next year. That same day, America's Most Wanted premiered on Fox. Uh, 23 years ago in the year 2000, with an astonishing comeback at the Pebble Beach National Pro-Am, Tiger Woods got a sixth straight PGA Tour victory, becoming the first player since Ben Hogan in 1948 to win six in a row. 23 years ago in the year 2000, same day, tragedy strikes when 698-pound Latino rapper Big Pond dies of a massive coronary. At the time of his death, his heart was four times the normal size. Dang. And nine years ago in 2014, the Lego movie hits theaters. The film marks Morgan Freeman's first animated movie. Man, it changed a lot for that, for that company. That's a good movie. Lego movie. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened back in the day. And now, Crap on Celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. Crap on brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Linkin Park will release a new song. It is an outtake from 2003's Meteora called Lost. It's coming out this Friday. The band has released a teaser of the song on social media. Meteora turns 20 on March 25th. I can't believe that. Yeah, here's a little piece. Here's a little piece of the Linkin Park new song. And I'll never break away Because puts out, you know, a track that didn't make the cut. Why did it make the cut? Um, well, I, I'll tell you that I have a ton of B-sides. Greek Fire has a ton of B-sides that are all great songs. A couple of them are somewhat kind of favorites of mine, but they didn't make sense with the concept of the record, or they didn't have a feel with the record that we were doing. You're talking about appreciating records like front to back and all that. Right. Those are like, you know, very intentional pieces of, of or, or collections of songs, and sometimes it doesn't work. And maybe people don't understand that. Or it doesn't belong. Or sometimes... Maybe they think, oh, I guess this is garbage. They're just taking it off the floor and just putting it out. Yeah, or sometimes you got 14 keepers. You, you throw together 25 demos, you got 14 keepers, but the record contract is only for 11. So you're only on the hook for 11. So you put 11 out, you save three. Otherwise, you're literally just throwing it to the label. Or, you know, sometimes they remix something. Like, uh, you know, they, they started it, never finished it, 
and they're finally going to finish it up and, and, yeah. then, and then put it out. Or, or maybe Mike had a vision for it, and the mix didn't come out the way he had a vision for it, and it was a letdown. Yeah, in, no, in it's, 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 it's going to be cool to hear that new song like in its entirety. For sure. Uh, good news for the Recording Academy. The 2023 Grammy Awards nabbed more than 12.4 million viewers. That is a 30% increase from last year's ceremony and the largest audience since 2020, according to uh, Nielsen Ratings. The award show was the most watched program of the night. It also reached the largest live stream audience in history on Paramount Plus and other CBS platforms. That's a 33% increase from 2022. Huh. I wonder what had people tune in this year. What well... What was the big thing? It's all the big moments. Beyonce made history by winning the largest number of Grammy Awards, 32 ever. This Could year, you name a song off that record? No, but that doesn't mean anything. I'm, I'm just saying, if it's the most popular, if it's the most popular, whatever. Beyonce was the most popular artist of Church of, Girl. Of the year. I don't want the beehive coming after me, dude. Church Girl. You know girl. that girl? I've, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, big hit on social media, too, coming in number one on social entertainment. Uh, as far as social entertainment events of 2023 so far, according to CBS. Uh, Kevin Costner might be leaving Yellowstone due to scheduling conflicts. How does that work? Uh, he's you busy. think he would clear his schedule for the thing <laughs> that's probably making him the most money? Let's put him on the map you again. You think he'd clear his schedule to shoot the most popular <laughs> show on TV? Well, now. he's busy directing and starring in a Western film called Horizon, and that could lead to the original Yellowstone coming to an end when season five wraps up later this year. Show is very popular, so there uh, it happens that there is talk of a possible spinoff with Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, that's just a rumor, though. A spokesperson for Paramount said that we have no news to report. Kevin Costner is a big part of Yellowstone, and we hope that's the case for a long time to come. But we are always working on franchise expansions of this incredible world. Matthew McConaughey is a phenomenal talent, and we'd love to work with him. Love Matthew McConaughey. Speaking of Matthew McConaughey, hey, 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 is the uh, latest actor to, uh, he's set to portray another version of Elvis Presley. The actors teamed up with Netflix to provide the voice of the King of Rock uh, in uh, an adult animated series called Agent Elvis. Elvis's ex-wife, uh -huh. Priscilla Presley, and John Eddy created the series with Matthew McConaughey producing. The series follows Elvis as he trades in his jumpsuit for a jetpack when he is covertly uh, inducted into a secret government spy program to battle the dark forces that threaten the country he loves, all while holding down his day job as the king of rock and roll. Agent Elvis is set to debut in March on Netflix. I had to check that story to make sure it was in two or three different places because it sounds ridiculous. Does you want me to play a little clip? This is a teaser. Yeah, let's see. Let's uh, Matthew McConaughey has Elvis in... Agent Elvis. Every once in a while, man accomplishes the impossible. All it takes is someone with a dream. Holy Elvis! Just when a man dreams, <laughs> he can change the world. Your training starts now. Training? Uh, sounds like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. yeah didn't try. Like McConaughey. He didn't try to take on any other affectation. Not yet. Just straight McConaughey. Well, if he would have done the Elvis thing, it would have been Johnny Bravo. Yes. These adults are... Uh, the other day, I walked into a Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> it smelled like an angel farted in my nose. These adult animated series are getting huge. And uh, I guess there's a lot of money to be made, so they're going after it. Uh, as Showtime folds into Paramount+, Plus, we're getting more details about the extensions of Dexter and the Billions universes. Billions is expected to have at least four spinoffs. Anybody else watch it before besides Risen myself? I've watched it. Um, they're going to do a millions and a trillions. There is billions. There is the future. Listen to this. Billions Miami and billions London. 
Those series are in works as well. The Miami series will focus on private aviation. The London spinoff is about a UK financial system. Uh, Dexter will have a prequel series titled Dexter Origins. A new version of Dexter New Blood is also expected to explore Dexter's son, Harrison. So, I don't know. I'm interested. The, I thought that new season was pretty good. Gajillions. <laughs> Gajillions. Uh, calling it the price of doing business in 2022, Joe Elliott since he's, uh, said he spent the stadium tour with Def Leppard and Motley Crue in total isolation to avoid COVID. He explained the safest way for us to, t- to keep that show on the road was to avoid human beings as best we could. So all of us were in Leopard travel separately, uh, which is the smartest decision we made. I didn't stay in hotels. I lived on the bus, just me and Dale, my driver, in total isolation. Elliot worried that if we cancel a stadium show in Arlington, Texas, at 4 in the afternoon, people are going to travel hundreds of miles uh, and spend hundreds of dollars to get there. So we avoided contact. We tested every day, and it worked. We didn't lose one gig. He added... Um, Got to keep the train rolling. Yeah, he said that even the even though bands act like children on stage, uh, everyone, everyone remains mature about the health of the touring crew. You know, some people actually sacrifice freedom to keep the whole... Operation going, you know? That's right. Hey, some uh, some albums people are listening to front to back. Uh, Soundgarden, Super Unknown, Incubus Science, Stone Temple Pilots Core, The Urge Receiving the Gift of Flavor. That's from Tom. That's Those are great ones. Uh, Riz the Queen of the Stone Age fan. Hasn't mentioned Songs for the Deaf. You're right. That's a great album front right. to back. Also rated R uh, from Queens. is awesome front to back. Uh, both Easy e albums. Uh, let me see here. Creed, My Own Prison. Oh, I got a Creed story. Uh, Van Halen, 1984. Good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, we said Pink Floyd, Dark Side. Man, there's some good ones coming over. Right at, oh, dude, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Amazing. Another Blood one. Man. Amazing. Everyone's forgetting has turned the radio off from Real Big Fish. That oh, album's yeah. awesome. Dude, every Van Halen record, honestly. E- even Van Hagar. Carnal Knowledge, that's a front to backer. I don't think I've ever listened to that front to back. Dude, I, I, listen, dude, I know cool. the single. There's a lot right that, uh, that, like, uh, uh, I mean, you've heard Pound Cake and uh, I think it was yeah, Judgment yeah. Day or something and uh, uh, Top of the World. I mean, there's a whole bunch of songs on there that are just, there's uh, yeah. Sammy Hagar. I mean, they're they're full on Van Hagar, but they are beautiful. Great songs. Uh, believe it or not, it's been 25 years since Creed was everywhere. You just mentioned them. It also may be surprising that it's been 10 years since they've been gone. Singer Scott Stepp did an interview and he did admit that he should get the blame or credit for the band breaking up. He said he got mixed up in some things while living the rock star lifestyle, and he was having fun. But the rest of the band was frustrated because they'd picked up the Christian rock image, and the lifestyle wasn't fitting with that. So he didn't want to. They didn't want to look like hypocrites and have to live a lie. The Christian thing started with Scott. Uh, with Scott, it wasn't something that the rest of the band was even aware of at first. Uh, this was the original 2004 yeah, breakup. They kind of got pigeonholed. They did. That. They did. Uh, with arms wide open. They kind of got pigeonholed in that, and Scott Stapp was a disaster. Yeah. As far as a substance abuser. I read I some articles. Yeah, but uh, it's good at building a testimony. So they originally broke up in 04. They reunited in 09, did a couple tours, put on an album, then went on hiatus in 2013. That hiatus is uh, still happening, despite on and off talks about another possible reunion. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, you guys know her? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Stifler's mom. Yeah, dude, uh, she seems really, really yeah, funny she's in real life. a busy entertainer right now. She's in 8 million shows and movies. Well, she used to be a waitress at the beginning of her career, and as all waitresses know, there are some rude customers. And uh, Jennifer used to, wor- uh, used to use her worst interactions to her advantage. She would use them, she would write about them, and perform them as comedic skits at the improv theater when she was doing these classes in wow. L.A. 
So she talked about it while, while accepting the Woman of the Year Award from Hasty Pudding Theatricals last weekend. And she said, it was life-changing to mock all the people who were so cruel and mean and play them on stage. You get it out of your system. You're like, I don't even care that they weren't nice. I got amazing characters out of the people I worked for. And I feel like that was the most inspiring thing. My favorite characters were wretched people. By the way, Jennifer says that she'd absolutely love to do Legally Blonde 3. Um... But I mean, that's a like. I'm sure she's like the paycheck for Legally Blonde, right? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, that's a, that's like a mindset thing, you know. You turn the bad stuff in, into the into good. And stuff. And you can see, because almost every role she has, she's kind of sweet, but she always has this uh, innocent honoriness to her, yeah. and it's amazing. She was basically saying, like, a lot of her characters and the, more, more, the things that she's well known yeah. for were practiced by her just taking bad people in her life. She's good. Turning them into characters. Uh, a couple quick news. Uh, there's an I Know What You Did Last Summer sequel in the works. Freddie Prince Jr. and Jennifer Love Hewitt are in negotiations to return. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood and Josh Gad will star in a murder mystery called The Adults. It'll be directed by Alex Winter. You know him from... Oh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. It's Alex Winter. Uh, and Pam Anderson is getting her own cooking show for the Food Network in Canada. Now, uh, oh, 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 and there's a South Park season 26 premiere uh, or teaser trailer we'll put up on the blog. That comes out uh, Comedy Central tomorrow. Uh, so BuzzFeed has put a new poll where they tossed out the names of 50 celebrities. And they asked people if there was a positive or negative opinion of them at the moment. Some of the most highly regarded celebrities aren't very surprising. I'll give you a, uh, I'll give you a couple guesses, a couple clues. So, okay, say that again. Um, people, they, they gave him fifty celebrities and okay. said positive or negative. Okay, okay. All right. You so, give us a celebrity, we'll tell you, we'll tell you if it's positive. Yeah. Right? Okay. How about uh, Ellen DeGeneres? Negative. Ninety percent negative. Wow. Uh, Boy, had had that made a big. Yeah. Made a big, big turn. Uh, big turn. Big turn. Uh, how about uh, Ad, Adam Levine? Negative. Tied with Ellen DeGeneres uh, for number three at 90% negative. That's a Maroon 5 singer. Yeah, how about Chris Evans? Oh, positive. 90% positive. He tied with George Clooney for number five. Captain America. How about Miley Cyrus? I'm going to say positive. 77% positive tied with Taylor Swift. Okay. How about uh, Martha Stewart? Positive. Positive. 74% positive tied with Harry Styles for number 10. How about James Corden? Negative. 78% <laughs> negative, number five. Uh, what about Mark Zuckerberg? Negative. negative. Mark Zuckerberg uh, leads the number one uh, for the bad. That is 94% have negative uh, opinions of him. How about Tom Hanks right now? Oh, positive. Positive. Positive, positive 89%. Tied with uh, Lady Gaga. What about Danny DeVito? Oh, positive. Number one, Danny DeVito oh, and Keanu Reeves one. both got 96% positive yeah, opinions. They out Hanks tanks. Yeah, dude. What about Dolly Parton? Positive. positive. She was number two, 95%. Number three was Ryan Reynolds at 92%. Number four is Blake Lively, uh, who's married to uh, Ryan Reynolds. That's uh, 91%. Uh, Tom Hanks, Lady Gaga, that was number six. Adam Sandler was 82% positive. Nicole Kidman, 80% positive. Harry Styles, Martha Stewart, uh, 74%. On the flip side, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk both tied for number two with 91% negative. Mm. Is Magic uh, Johnson on this? Magic Johnson. Yeah. When's when's he been? I don't know if he's on the positive list. Uh, Oh boy. Was that Kylie Jenner? I I get where I get what he was doing there. I got Kylie Jenner, eighty-two (laughs) percent. Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner both uh, uh, seventy-five percent. And uh, like I said, James Corden uh, rolled in at uh, last place there. Surprised Harry Styles was getting positive. Well, I guess that's recent. He's getting a lot of heat from his Grammys acceptance speech. Harry Styles, what'd he say? Uh, he was like, won the award, and he's like, this doesn't happen to people like me a lot. 
you know, and everyone's like, oh, really? <laughs> Privileged white you. guy, uh, <laughs> child celebrity, you've had a hard row to hoe. Yeah, talented, beautiful guy. You just who beat Beyonce. Got in show business. The first a, ever all Spanish. Yeah, you just like. Well, I'll tell you who's got a negative rating with uh, with uh, parents who have their kids on leashes. This guy right here. I'm pointing at myself. Oh, yeah, you're not doing well? No, not doing great with parents who have kids on leashes. Uh, Ashley writes in, FYI, parents with kids using backpack leashes are not lazy. Some kids have zero impulse control and uh, don't give an F about what you say. A flight risk, running out into traffic, running away in a store is dangerous. Some parents also have multiple toddlers. Have you ever taken three toddlers in a store alone? You don't need to shame people who do this just because it's unfamiliar to you. Huh. For the rest, uh, for the record, I'll be finishing the show under protest. <laughs> you all trash today, zero stars. Well, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, walk your kids. I don't care. Yeah. I will say... Nope. I'm allowed to comment. I don't let what I say affect yeah. you, Ashley. I think it's good to be polarizing. I would say the vast majority of kids don't have impulse control. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty yeah. kind. That's that's right. You're right, Ashley. I've never taken three toddlers in a store alone. But that's kind of my opinion about, like, the villages, you know, and nursing homes. I think that both ends of the aging spectrum, you just, you kind of just lose your impulse control. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Gonna end up where you start. That's why that. That's back in why diapers. There's so many STDs. Yeah, you're back in diapers. You're all you're just like, I want booty. And you just get it. You don't oh, care. Shit. No, Ashley is right. I will, I will never take three toddlers in a store alone, just like I will never <laughs> right, shower right. out of loves. Yeah. I'm curious. So like. Ashley, don't let what I say. Keep doing what you're doing. If you if you feel like your kids are safe, I'm just saying, listen, I'm a I'm a schmuck. What do you want from me? This is what I do. I'm an idiot on the radio. Yeah, Don't put, take what I, I say. I keep my kids in a crate. It's <laughs> <laughs> the safe way. All right, uh, celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Matthew Stafford, who's a quarterback for the LA Rams, uh, is uh, 35. Uh, Tina Marcherino. She was Deb in Napoleon Dynamite, Florence on Scorpion, and Mac on Veronica Mars. That's such she a cool is- name. Tina Margarino. <laughs> Tina Margarino. Tina Margarino. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a great dessert you get poolside. Mm. Uh, my wife, Amelia, turns uh, 44 today. Oh, hey, happy birthday. Hey. Hey. Happy birthday. Uh, Ashton Kutcher is 45. Uh, NBA Hall of Famer Steve Nash is 49. Limbus guitar- guitarist Wes Borland is 49. Chris Rock is 58. Uh, Moon's crush Garth Brooks is 61. Yeah, baby. Uh, James Spader from Blacklist, uh, also, uh, he was Ultron in Avengers Age of Ultron, uh, is 63. And Robert Smigel, Triumph, the insult comic dog, is 63 today. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Kimberly Kane. And today's birthday girl has been in just a whole bunch of classics, including Ass Masters 10, Backdoor to Hollywood 11 and 12, Behind You All the Way, Breast Side Story, King Tongue meets Anal Woman. <laughs> ladies loving ladies too. Sexy nurses on and off duty. She was in a movie called Stiff Magnolias. <laughs> <laughs> and who can forget her role in 1990s The Dong Show 4. Kimberly Kane is 62 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are happy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and let's give away some stuff. So we are playing what, Rafe? We're playing a game called AI, AI, uh uh-oh, what's happening now, Rise, or Judgment Day. Oh, yeah, Judgment (laughs) Day. Almost like Rise of the Machines. Longest title ever for a game. Well, it'll make sense. So, explain the game. Okay, so 
I fed a bunch of uh, I got on the this new. It's called Chat GPT. It's a new AI program, and I had a story about it. And we maybe we'll talk about it after the break. But I spent last night. Uh, it's an interactive language AI program for modeling dialogue, and I put some of the best artists who I thought had the most. Uh, unique voices in, and I had AI spit out original songs from these artists. And we're going to play a game where you have to guess if the lyric is a real lyric or an AI-generated lyric uh, from some of your favorite artists. You have to get two out of three. We're okay. Gonna... So you will read a lyric, and you have to tell us if it's a lyric actually from the artist or Correct. something put through the chat GPT Chatbot AI. Chatbot AI. All right. If you want to play, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Everybody, when they play, gets one Moon Lifeline. Oh, sweet. Dang. And you know, we'll, we'll actually get... We'll You're going to you, need it. We will let you pick... The artist. The artist. We've got Led Zeppelin, Metallica, Bruce Springsteen, Nelly, Incubus, Taylor Swift, ACDC, and Andrew WK. So you get to pick your artist. Oh, man. And Rafe will read you the lyric. You have to tell if it's real or if it's generated a, from that's AI. That's right. 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. We'll play next. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. Boy, that uh, chat GPT thing is just wild. I'm sure you'll, we'll talk about it after the break. Oh, it is wild. This is Matt Eisman, host of American Ninja Warrior, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show, and I got one thing to say. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, so we announced Point Fest earlier, and we have tickets to give away. Point Fest happening on May 27th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Incubus, Code and Cambria, Greek Fire, Pretty Reckless, Bad Omens, Bad Flower, White Reaper, Bandmate, Tiger Cub, and more. Tickets are on sale officially Friday at 10 a.m. Point Club pre-sale. Thursday at 10 a.m. Lawn tickets, just 30 bucks. First week of sales, and thanks to the sponsors. Retroactive Smoke Shop and your Mid-America Chevy deal. So we have Point Fest tickets to give away. We have tickets for the Party Gras DB's Tent Sular. We got tickets for the Impractical Jokers to give away. We have tickets to go see Clownbus at his lover's soiree at the Red Flag this coming Saturday. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh and our game today is called AI, AI, uh-oh, what's happening now? Judgment Day. Sponsored by T.R. Hughes. Half-acre new home sites in Winsville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. So last night, uh, Rafe uh, spent many hours, uh, I guess, putting in... Many, many. ...bands to uh, this uh, chat G8, uh, GPT thing. Yeah, AI Interactive. Chatbot language AI program. Are you guys familiar at all? Yes. I've heard of it. I don't know much about it. Okay, so are you guys, let me ask you this. Let me preface this contest with this. Are you guys on Twitch? Uh, I am not. Moon is. Surprise. I know you're a gamer. Uh, so the AI, someone had this AI design a, a, a show, a Seinfeld show that ran 24 hours a day called Nothing Forever that ran on Twitch and it was running on this uh, high, this chat GPT, which is supposed to be the next level AI. It can, it actually helps. They're having problems in college with it because it can actually cheat on exams and get through the detection software. 
Oh, wow. So you because can, it can respond. It, it's been trained to, like, respond in human emotions and so be able to. So you can type in, like, or write me a dissertation on yeah. whatever. It'll, it'll admit it's mistakes. And it will it will spit out a dissertation? Yeah. Yeah. There's people using it in law school that have, like, uh, written, like, their thesis with it. Yeah, it's not, like, genius material or anything, but it's material It'll get a passing grade. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's on a, it's the bit, it's the first giant step. So, so how does it write a Seinfeld episode? It has a it has Seinfeld running twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. There are four characters, and it's called Nothing Forever. It runs twenty four. The show featured crudely drawn recreations of characters from the comedy sitcom Seinfeld that played out scripts created by OpenAI software. Uh, it has become wildly popular in recent months from Chat Pot Chat Chat. GPT, which generates conversational text. The Twitch stream follows a fictional Larry Feinberg, <laughs> a playoff of the titular character from Seinfeld. which Larry aired, Feinberg. Yeah, okay. and uh, the stream also has parallel characters. Uh, Yvonne Torres, who's Elaine, Fred Kastopoulos, which is George, and Zoltan Kackler <laughs> as Kramer. Uh, they sit around Larry's apartment making AI-generated jokes. And just like the real Seinfeld episodes, I think forever, every episode begins with a cold open of Jerry Seinfeld. Excuse me, Larry Feinberg doing stand-up comedy. Well, uh, it was canceled. It's been suspended from Twitch for two weeks. When they uh, the chat GPT went offline, they had to use an older version of the AI. And uh, Larry Feinberg told some homophobic <laughs> and transphobic jokes at the top of the episode. And they've been banned from Twitch. They said they're going to let this thing run in perpetuity for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Forever. It's called Nothing Forever, but they got banned. So Kramer has been canceled, not just in real life, but also AI Kramer. The AI Kramer also got canceled, thanks to. Do we know what the jokes were? Uh, I do. Uh, it says on Sunday night, Larry began his stand up set by making transphobic remarks. He noted that the crowd wasn't laughing. <laughs> and kept asking, <laughs> kept going. Uh, I'm thinking about doing a bit about how being transgender is actually mentally illness, he said in the stand-up remarks. Or how all liberals are secretly gay and want to impose their will on everyone. Or something about how transgender people are ruining the fabric of society. How come no one's laughing? Should I stop? I'm going to keep going. Thanks for coming out tonight. See you next time. And hey, was, where'd everybody go? And this was all generated by... AI. The AI. But it was an old AI because they had problems with the old AI being like racist and terrible because it's a reflection <laughs> it's, of us. It's taking the internet. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a reflection of the internet. It's, it's a taking reflection all the of data us. points that it's receiving on the internet, which is pretty negative. This is scary. But the new AI, it's scary, right? And the new AI, the one that I used, uh, it can actually detect morals and ethics. And it'll it'll admit its mistakes and it will actually say no to you if you ask for certain things. This is wild. It's wild. Yeah, Seinfeld actually responded. I forget what he said, uh, but but it was something to the to the tune that uh, this will never replace comedians because comedy in its at its heart is dumb and AI is smart. Yeah, oh, it's just, he's not wrong. But there were a couple good jokes. You can look him up on Twitter. He had a there were a couple. <laughs> Elaine Bennis had a couple bangers on the uh, AI chat. Uh, so there's a couple I, good know, ones. I heard Bill Maher talking about it, uh, and he was talking about this particular thing, and he said uh, he's seen some of these jokes. Mm -hmm. And it's as if somebody is uh, applying for a job. Like, this is like novice right. monologue writer It is. Material. Very much so. Okay. It's, it's funny to watch, too, because it's like low-grade, like, Sims. All of a sudden, the George character will do a backbend and start to, like, melt into the wall. It's crazy, oh, cool. man. Okay, but so... So, so for this game, uh, let's get to the game. Rafe is all right. So you first pick a band: Led Zeppelin, Metallica, Bruce Springsteen, Nelly, Incubus, right. Taylor Swift, ACDC, or Andrew WK. Yep. Rafe is gonna read you a lyric. 
You have to tell us if it's actually something from the band or if it's something the AI generated. That's right. And you, you can ask Moon once for help. You get one lifeline with our resident lyric expert, Moon. Oh, no. And let me tell you guys something. Choose wisely. Because I think you're going to find this AI is pretty impressive. I didn't choose B-sides either of bands, okay? I'm not trying to, like, take the fun out of this. Uh, I chose lyrics from popular songs. And this AI was pretty clutch at coming up with uh, lyrics that were pretty convincing. So... Right, let's 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 try it out. Let's get it going. Uh, Zach in Sparta. Good morning, Zach. Hey, what's up, man? All right, Zach. Pick one of these bands: Zeppelin, Metallica, Springsteen, Nelly, Incubus, Taylor Swift, ACDC, or Andrew WK. Um, I'll go with Metallica. Metallica. Okay, here's your first. All lyric. right, Metallica. Are you ready? First okay. lyric. Yeah, let's hear. We're scanning the scene in the city tonight. We're looking for you to start up a fight. Uh, that is a Metallica lyric. That That's is correct. Yes. That is a Metallica lyric from Seek and Destroy. Excellent job. One correct. One correct. Here we go. I am the phoenix. I am the flame. Rising up from the ashes, I'll always remain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say real. False. It is AI generated. AI. Sounds like a Metallica lyric, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Especially Definitely. the, yeah. yeah. That, that was the funniest thing about the AI. A lot of yes. All right, your final one, Zach. Final one, Zach. Pull it together. Use the lifeline if you need it. Then it all crashes down, and you break your crown, and you point your finger, but there's no one around. Uh, that is real. That's real. That is correct. That is from King Nothing. Hang on, Zach. That's a good one. All right, Abby, you ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, pick Zeppelin, Metallica, Bruce Springsteen, Nelly, Incubus, Taylor Swift, ACDC, or Andrew WK. Let's do Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, oh, T-Swift. Got a Swifty. I will be no help here. All right. Moon is an expert in Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. All right, are you ready? Here's your first right. lyric. So it's going to be forever, or it's going to go down in flames. You can tell me when it's over if the high was worth the pain. That's Swifty. That is Swift. That is from a song called Blank Space. Next. All right. Next one. Broken memories scattered all around. The love we once had, nowhere to be found. Uh, let's do Taylor Swift again. <laughs> Incorrect. That is oh, A.I. Taylor. A.I. Taylor. Oh, boy, here we go. Uh, final one, Abby. Final one, Abby. <clears throat> I wake up screaming... From dreaming, one day I'll watch you as you're leaving, cause you got tired of my scheming. AI. Incorrect. Sorry, Abby. that is a Taylor Swift lyric from her number one hit, "Anti Hero." All right, man, that's harder than you think, right? These, hard. this AI is pretty good. All right, Mitch, you got to pick a band here: Zeppelin, Metallica, still on the table, Bruce Springsteen, Nelly, Incubus, ACDC, or Andrew WK. First off, happy birthday, Mrs. Riz. I'll take Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, here we All go. All right, we got a Zeppi. All right, here we go, brother. First lyric. Riding on the wind, my spirit takes me higher. Through the mountains, I hear the thunder's choir. AI. That is correct. AI, that is AI-generated Zeppelin. Nicely done. Cool lyric, though. It is a cool lyric. All right, here we go. Number two. Oh, 
Let the sun beat down upon my face and stars fill my dream. I am a traveler of both time and space to be where I have been. What's up? That's that is correct. That is cashmere. Hang on, Mitch. Winner. Good job, Mitch. Uh, Danica, hello. Good morning. Hello. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you. All right. Zeppelin, Metallica, Bruce Springsteen, Nelly, Incubus, ACDC, or Andrew WK? Incubus. Incubus. We'll be at Point Fest. Here we go. That was inspired by the Point Fest announcement. Here we go. Incubus. Lyric one. I've been searching for peace, and I've been searching for grace, and I know I'll find it when I reach that place. AI. That is correct. That is an AI-generated incubus. Would you have guessed? Lyric. Yes, AI? Yes, because okay. I don't think he's searching for grace. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't he's see got, him. He got all the grace I, he needs. I don't see him throwing that into it. You know, That's a creed lyric. Okay, here we go. I picture your face at the back of my eyes, a fire in the attic, a proof of the prize. That's real. That's real. That is real. Anna Molly, we got a big incubus fan. She knew Oh, you know it. <laughs> Hang on one second. Okay. Well done. See you at Point Fest. See you at Point Fest. All right. Let's go to Josh and Festus. Hello, Josh. Good morning, guys. Happy birthday, Mama Riz. Yeah, yeah. And she says thank you. Uh, all right. Zeppelin, Metallica, Bruce, Nelly, Incubus, ACDC, Andrew WK. Actually, Incubus off the table. Sorry, Incubus is off the table. Uh, we'll do ACDC. 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 All, right. All right. Here we go. Strap in. <laughs> That's the lyric. I've got the power. I've got the drive. With the devil's guitar, I'll always survive. Uh, that would be fake. AI. Correct. AI. That right. is an AI. AC. Oh, <laughs> real That'll be on the next record. Okay, here we go. Next. Rock and roll rampage, tearing up the night, gonna make you feel alive, gonna make you feel right. Uh, that would also be AI. That is correct. That is also AI. Very well done. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, dude. All right, Josh Festus. Well done. Good morning. I uh, just got through, guys. Oh, okay. This we already had it, Josh. Okay, sorry. Oh yes. Uh, Chris, hello. Good morning, fellas. Happy birthday, Moon. Hey, hey thank you. <laughs> All right, I Chris. That. Uh, Zeppelin, Metallica, Bruce Springsteen, Nelly, or Andrew WK. I'll do Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Here we go. Led AI Zeppelin. or Zeppelin. Here we go. I'm a flame burning bright in the night. I'm a fire chasing shadows out of sight. Uh, I'm going to say AI. Correct. That is AI. Nice. Man. Next. A lost soul seeking peace with a heart full of gold. In search of my dreams in a world so cold. Oh, man. Um, that doesn't sound like Led Zeppelin to me. I'm going to go AI again. That is correct. It is AI. We got some real fans. Yeah, that, that was a little today. cheese. That's a little cheese. All right, two more contestants. Hello, cheese. Ryan. 
Hello. All right, Ryan, you get to pick Metallica, Bruce Springsteen, Nelly, or Andrew WK. I'll have to go with Nelly. Nelly. Nelly, the inspiration for AI, AI, uh uh-oh, what's happening now? Here we go. (laughs) And I'll be right back. Yeah, that's my very next line. I use it time after time when I'm speaking my mind. That's real. Correct. That is from E I E I O O. That is from the source material. All right, here we go. Lyric two. I step out my ride and I feel the vibe. People smiling, music playing, all the stars align. That's fake. That is oh, correct. Man. That is fake. Nobody needs any lifelines. Yeah. Yeah, man. I honestly like- I really thought. I was going to pull, like, harder lyrics from songs, and the AI lyrics were so good, I was scared nobody was going to win. No one's got, like, Everybody's a big beard it. now, like, he's sitting there, like, ripping yeah. a winkle, like, hey, good. somebody pick me. That's all right, fine. one final contest. Let's go to Hunter in High Ridge. Hunter, hello. Hey. All right, I'm going to give you Andrew WK. You have no oh, choice. Crap. You have no choice well, yeah, in this. Yeah, it's going to be tough. <laughs> you have no choice in this. You are taking Andrew WK. How many times will the word party be used? Yeah. All right. Andrew WK. <laughs> So let's get a party going. Let's get a party going. Now it's time to party, and we'll party hard. Party hard. Oh, I don't know. I think that's pretty real. That's real. That is very real. It is from his hit, Party Hard. Well, he played Point Fest a couple years ago, and he was terrific. He is great. He, he was great. awesome. Always yeah. has been, always will be. I opened for him one time. Oh, did you? And Doing he comedy. Super nice guy. Super too. nice guy, but an absolute maniac on stage. Maniac. It was he, great. he is a guy that will stand outside of the show afterwards and sign every single yep, autograph to everybody. All right. Here we go. Hunter. Here we go. Number two, Andrew WK. It's time to party. Let's party. Hang out with yourself and have a crazy party. Hey, you. Let's party. Have a killer party and party. Uh, can we give them something to do? Please? Man, I'm going to say, say that's AI. You want to re- read it again? Read it again. It's time to party. Let's party. Hang out with yourself and have a crazy party. Hey, you. Let's party. Have a killer party and party. Even for Andrew WK, I think that's overkill. I think that's too much, and I think AI has 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 lost the plot here. So you think it's AI? AI. AI. Oh, oh, no! It is from an Andrew WK hit called no! It's Time to Party. Well, he must have had a co-writer for that one. Yeah. I think uh, you're he... on your own here, Hunter. Last <laughs> Shoot, one. Thanks, felt Hunter. like a first draft. I, I, don't lose this, man. I'll feel terrible. <laughs> here we All go, right. Hunter. Last one. You cannot kill the party. You cannot kill the party. You cannot kill the party. Long live the party. <laughs> That's got to be AI. You said AI. That is one hundred percent real. Oh, <laughs> oh, I did not even run his lyrics through AI because they all sound like they were generated. Oh no! From AI. Tell me he would have picked AI for the second one. He would. Uh, he's gone. Oh, he's I, gone forever. Gone oh, forever. No. Don't ever go oh. down that Andrew WK wormhole on YouTube. That's funny. He'll never come out. Guys. Well done, Rafe. The Rizzuto <laughs> Show. Traffic and weather. Everybody got it right except for me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we had terrible. another person lose. There's one person at the top. Didn't get it. Man, I feel so bad. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back uh, with some of your emails. Hey, it's JB Smoothie. This is 
listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, which sounds like All right. it's not cool. Thank you. Are they doing another uh, Kirby Enthusiasm season, right? And I hope so. Uh, it's one of my favorites. And uh, J.B. Smooth, so funny, man. Leon Black, oh man, that's a great character. Yeah. Now, is that one of those that you got to start? That's a spinoff I want. From the beginning? Me too. I would watch that. When I watched, I, I jumped in on a season release that you were excited about. J.B. Smooth was in the first one. Um, it was something about his uh, assistants or something like that. Yeah, I uh, think you got to start from the beginning. I mean, you can. To know the also, characters. Yeah, to know them, but it doesn't take long to kind of... Yeah, man, I, I got, I got, it's kind of Seinfeld-y where you could jump in. Yeah, yeah but I got there are the some feel. seasons that, that the storyline goes That's throughout true. the season. I got the feel, and I loved, um, well, I started at, at the beginning of that season, and I watched like three or four episodes, and I loved it. My wife was not into it. Like what, the, the whole season when he has the spike coffee shop. I love it. You usually have to watch it at least a season because there's a season arc going on. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I'm trying to that's do a, with yeah. uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And again, my wife is not into it. <laughs> I think your wife probably just doesn't like unlikable characters. That, And I told her, I was like, well, I mean, apparently the draw here is that these are just despicable people. With zero redeeming value. <laughs> right. Like, these are horrible people. Right. right, and I was like, let's just hang in there and see what happens. She's like, you know, it's it's just like the tone of it. And not, not that it was, like, uh, bad. It just wasn't good yeah, just for not her. And it does look super old and dated. It's not everybody's cup of tea. It's always sunny in Philly. Nor is Kirby Enthusiasm. Right, which I kind of feel like there's some, some crossover there. Like, my wife doesn't like Kirby Enthusiasm because I feel like she thinks I'm turning into Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's seeing like a... Uh, like so a, do the people exactly. at the deli. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's seeing the future. Yeah. All right, some of your emails, ratio at 1057thepoint.com. You can send over your instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. Uh, hey, guys, Team Riz member Max here got a new dog which was rescued from the side of the road like some hitchhiker. He's an adorable basset hound mix. My wife and daughter and I tried to think of some good names and not to bore Riz with the name selection process, but we did end on Burton. They named the dog Burton after Jeff. Very cool. Tight. It's extra special uh, because Jeff is the one who officiated our wedding at Innsbruck. I remember he did that wedding. Oh, yeah. Uh, when the name was suggested uh, to us, I started to cry like a little baby because it was so perfect. Love you guys and just wanted to share the good news and uh, that Jeff will always be remembered. Skate boy, skate. That's for Max. And he did send me a picture of the dog. And damn, that's a cute looking dog. What do we got? It's, that's perfect. Uh, I'll send it over to Moon here. Oh, it's red. It's really big. I'll, I'll have Moon look at it later. I'll put it up on the big screen. <laughs> it's a cute looking dog. Uh, hey, guys, listening to the podcast. Uh, my dad and aunt both live in the villages in Florida. We visit often. Nice. Yes, 100% accurate that residents tie stuff to the top of their cars. We talked about this yesterday, uh, and we talked about it this morning, actually, too. Do different colored loofahs that are tied to the roof racks and antennas of residents of the village mean that they're swingers, and to varying degrees? And uh, Sarah here writes, 100% uh, accurate residents do tie stuff to the top of their cars. Most of the time, it'll be fake flowers, and they do use them to help identify their cars in the parking lots <laughs> because... Everyone drives a gray Honda CRV. <laughs> <laughs> However, wow. I would definitely not put it past some people there to tie different kinds of identifiers for other quote things. STD Capital of Florida. That's the villages. Uh, I want to applaud that. I... You're in the in the twilight of your life. Get That's at right. it. Get at it. What's stopping you? 
Syphilis? Ah. Get out of ah. here. That's a young man. You're uh, staring death in the face. You think the clap is even going to make him blink? No, no. way, dude. <laughs> no. I served in Korea. Think syphilis is going to stop me? Gonorrhea? Nah. <laughs> uh-uh. That's what the loofah's for, scrubbing <laughs> it away. Ah. <laughs> Just take the first layer of skin right off. That's right. Uh, that's from Sarah. Uh, morning, gents. Uh, morning. I have not laughed that hard in a while with Rafe telling the bird story. <laughs> Uh, Rafe punched a bird in the face because the bird would not stop biting. Oh, it wasn't the face, uh, but I but body did, shots. I did have to. I had to get. <laughs> I, I, I took. A, he took one in the chest uh, as a self defense mechanism. Please do not at me on Twitter. I don't feel good about it. All right. It was uh, the bird had bit through the webbing of my hand. It was a reactionary thing. Oh, like like this. Like, yeah, he got oh, me like right in the webbing of my thumb. Ooh, that's yeah. And it was like pulling me into the cage. You ever get that pinched in something? Oh, it hurts, man. man. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was like the 800th time this bird bit me. So, you know, you got a little chin music. That's what happens. <laughs> Couple kidney shots. But thank you. He says that's a story you should tell on stage if you don't already. Well, I might workshop it. Uh, good morning. This is from uh, Savannah. I was listening to you guys talk about uh, poop tracking on yesterday's show. Because I said I think I only defecate in an unfamiliar area maybe three or four times a year. I'm talking about your gas stations, your rest stops, wherever. Which is more than that. Well, I said I'd keep track. And there are apps for it. And uh, Savannah says, uh, I wanted to inform you guys about an app that my co-ed fraternity used, Poop Map. Poop Map allows you to share the location of your poop, rate your poop, and even take photos. Gross. And the fact that you, Savannah, are talking about this makes it worse. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. All I'm thinking is, you know, the... the Co-ed fraternity girls are taking pictures of their poop. I don't like that. I don't. I'm not turned on. Mm. Whatever the opposite of turned on is, I, that's what I am. To the other extreme. I was surprised to learn how many different apps there were for this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I got more. Uh, Savannah says you could also create a group where you could add friends and share your poops with each other. No, thanks. Love the show. Keep up the great work. This one's from Jeff. Hey, you pieces of crap. No pun intended. Hey. I believe that this is the app you're looking for. I've used it for a while. Nobody plays along with me, though. It's called Places I've Pooped. <laughs> and you can follow your friends on where they poop and leave reviews on how it was, what the bathroom was like, etc. Hope this helps. Happy wiping. Three out of five stars. Happy you're almost wiping. there. That's nice. Yeah. He was not part of the Sigma Poo fraternity <laughs> no. like she was, but still a useful email. Uh, we had a story yesterday in Six Tom Fun Facts about St. Louis being a great place for singles. Like, we were in, like, the top ten for, like, best place for singles if you're looking to hook up. Dudes. Yeah, for, for gals. Yeah, for ladies. Yeah. It's for good, good for gals. It was overall, too. I mean, yes, the, the women numbers helped. So there's a lot of, we are a sausage party, basically. Yes. <laughs> it's a sausage party, single guys. Yeah, this is a good place to be a gal. Yep. Uh, Diane writes, I call shenanigans on St. Louis being a great place to date. Maybe the singles are younger because I've been trying and it has not been successful. That's from Diane. Huh. Well, call me a lot. Well, sorry, Diane. Yeah, maybe try one of those poop apps, see if you can connect some of those good fiber. <laughs> That's right. Find yeah, a good, group. good fiber, all that kind of stuff. Like, wow. Match. Find a good group. Find exactly who you're looking for. Uh, and find this from uh, Sandra. Uh, hey, guys. In the past, Riz has shared his method on how to air fry the perfect chicken wings. 
with the Super Bowl this weekend. I was wondering if he'd be willing to share it again. Love the show. Three out of five stars. The key is, if you want to get crispy air fryer wings, you got to dry them off. You got to dry them. Like, you know, like chicken wings are slimy. Mm -hmm. Or frozen. You got to dry them. And the key is baking powder. You got to put a little baking powder on them. Keep them dry. And that gets, that helps them crisp up in the uh, in the air fryer. Make sure you don't overcrowd. And usually what I do is like 380, 400 degrees, a uh, little olive oil, garlic powder, baking powder, mix well. Put the seasoned wings in a single, single layer. And then about, you know, every, I put it in for about 20 minutes. I bet you... I flip every five. I think that's what people probably do. They probably have an air fryer like mine that only has, you know, whatever this is, like a gallon or something. Mm-hmm. Or, or, I don't I don't know how you measure it. but Quart by quart. Okay. Well, you know, it's a basket about this big, which you're only going to fit about six wings in there if they're not going to touch. I bet you a lot of people just go whoop yeah, and, you, and dump a crap. stack in there. Now, you can, like, put more in where they're not on a single layer and just make sure you, sh- you know, every five minutes you take them out and shake them. So start at 380. For 20 minutes. Every five minutes, shake. And then blast that thing up to 400 for another two minutes, and you should get the crispy wings. We just got an air fryer, and we love it. Yep. It was an accidental gift. Whoa. That's a nice gift. That's pretty good. Well, my grandma, my mom's a bad gift giver. Mm -hmm. And sometimes she infects my grandmother. (laughs) She doesn't remember who's mentioned something because my mom was like you're gonna love what your grandma got you for christmas and i was like she's like it's something you guys have been asking for and i was like well just tell me and she's like it's an air fryer and i was like yeah, i never asked for that <laughs> didn't but yeah but now that you have but now it, we have it it's awesome it's great. it really is it's great welcome yeah. hey welcome my yeah. mom also got me a, a painting of myself for christmas last year nice yeah but i'm like kind of the thought <laughs> nice but like it's nice. just me like where are you gonna where are you gonna put that where I don't look like a raging narcissistic <laughs> well you put, put it, it outside you put it next to the other one that you made for yeah, yourself yeah have it hang above my in my one bedroom apartment <laughs> just hang up this giant uh, and it's like a sofa sized painting put it so outside like, facing oh outside oh my goodness I'll take it <laughs> yeah. I wrapped it up and gave it to my buddy oh, it's like a gift I was like hey man no big deal I just I thought of you and I got you something. I, I put a portrait of Rafe in my. In I my made my room. friend unwrap it. <laughs> I would too. I put it, well, put it in the basement. It's art. I put it in my living room. Hi, when the Rizzuto show. Traffic and weather. What if I live in my basement? Yeah, touche. <laughs> All right, quick break. We'll come back and we got a, a quick sports report for you. What's up? It's Tom Segura and you're listening to the Rizzuto show. Happy birthday, Riz. Bird is fat. Well, we got a full studio, full house, man. King Scott's here, guys. <laughs> hey, where are your sunglasses? Oh, come on, man. Here, where are mine? Get your sunglasses on. Uh, Rock and Scotty from Modern News Era in the studio, too. What's up, guys? Uh, and you guys have met Rafe? Yeah, we did. Just I've now. enjoyed listening to him here the last couple days, the last couple weeks. I didn't, I, I didn't, you had him on before. Yeah, well, so. I didn't see anybody hug, though, so. We hugged. Did you really? Oh, did you? Oh, it's so nice. It's Valentine's. Yeah, so close to Valentine's. These guys smell nice. Both of them came in. They changed the whole stench in here. We're we're on the Rizzuto show. We got to smell nice. nice. Everyone can smell us, right? I did. I put on cologne in my car. Just Uh, What what is it? CK1? Curve. Uh, I know curve when I smell it. I don't know. Whatever they had at CVS. (laughs) (laughs) Little Axe body spray. Nautica. Nautica. All right. See, I'm an Alfred Dunhill guy. Uh. 
Design. First off, first off, with you guys being in here, I, I do want to thank you guys once again for playing the uh, the Jeff benefit at the pageant. Absolutely, uh, wouldn't have missed it for the world. We were honored to be in uh, included. So absolutely, yeah, fill my heart, man. And to see Modern Day Zero on stage again filled my heart. It sure did. <laughs> and maybe your shorts. <laughs> well, I I stood there and watched your sound check. Uh, and I got like the ting I got the tinglies because I hadn't seen you guys on stage in a long time. Right, right. It it felt good. Like it, I was a little nervous. Then the whole night was emotional just because you know being for Jeff and um, you know Favaz was on the video right before we played and was talking about Tom and Jeff. And man, it just hit me like yeah. a ton of bricks. And I'm I'm in the back almost bawling. Mm. And Rock has to come over and you know like. Hey man, we got to do this. You know, get it together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, he was out of airplane. Yeah. <laughs> get it together. <laughs> Smacked me a few times. No, but I was on the sink, like putting water on my face, and I walk out, and the curtains open. And I'm like, well, here we go. Here we you go. know, yeah. And it was uh, it just it kind of just hit me all at once that night, and it was such a beautiful night. And the little girl was singing right before we went on. Yeah, and it was just, it cancer, was so yeah. touching. And just the whole night was just phenomenal. It just was phenomenal. Really cool. Yeah. And thank you guys for including us because that yeah, meant it was the world really an to honor, us. Man, really for sure. Was. Well, I mean, when was the last time you guys played together? It was a couple of years. 2017. 2017. Yep. yep. So. Del Mar Hall, we did a reunion show in 2017. It was actually during, there was a bunch of riots and stuff going on. Oh, there was. All like Del Mar, all the protests. It was like and all the that Michael stuff. Brown protests, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It? That was 2017. Yeah. So it was during all that. Um, down at Delmar Hall, yeah, 2017. And and prior to that? Would have been 2007. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we stopped playing. We ended uh, December 22nd of 2007. Wow. Yeah. Because when I first moved here, so 03, was Mesh... STL still, still yeah. Bad. We don't we don't talk about that too much. <laughs> I'm, just going my, I'm going through my timeline, yeah. my history. So was it Mesh or was it Mesh STL? Was it the STL on it? It was, it was 2003. Would have yeah. been the STL. That Mesh was like STL. the worst yeah. day of our lives. Like oh, the label so calls bad. us, and like they knew that this other band existed, and we had the copyright and all this, and they were supposed to take care of the worldwide copyright. Well, we owned it in the states. Well, there was this Mesh band in the UK. And so they're like, well, we're going to change the name. Well, we've already shot a video with, like, mesh in the video, not like in the, the Chiron in the corner. Like, it had mesh yeah, in yeah, the yeah, video. Yeah. And then we had to add something or change the name. And I'm like, well, mesh is in the video. How are we going to change the name? And so we went through all this thing, and they're like, we're just going to go with mesh STL. And I'm like, oh. oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, considering what do you got, the mesh you yeah. know, like what else? What, what else? Come on. Well, Rafe now has to go with uh, Rafe STL. I yeah, do. Rafe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's another Rafe in Australia. He's a amateur skateboarder who took pictures of his poop and puts them on Facebook. <laughs> I, messaged, I love all this. I messaged talk. him to try to be I, friends and, and I know get man, my... we, we just must have had synergy this morning because I just made a Facebook post about you know being on the show this morning and how we're going to be discussing the uh, dangerous new trend of uh, wiping back to front. Uh, and then oh, uh, I turn on the, the show and you guys are already talking about Well, poop, so. you know, because I... <laughs> Because in a classy way, yeah, <laughs> it is classy. Well, I, I'm, I'm somebody that likes the home bowl advantage, and I very rarely now it's two. Well, we have a whole bunch of people. I I am not as well traveled as as all you guys in the studio. You've all been on tour, yeah. And some and some you lose your pride when you're on the road. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was disappointed sure. at the lack of willingness to poop anywhere. I mean, if you got to go, if I have to. I'm just saying I don't. But it's limited. I don't have to. Even if you just feel a little <laughs> urge, you're going to hold it as long as you can until you yeah. get to a comfortable I space. I usually like, don't go 
outside of my a 10 mile radius of my house. <laughs> you, know, you never just, you know, get that whim on a Sunday morning and drive down to the QT down on 141 no. and just check it out. <laughs> no, yeah, I very rarely leave my zone. I mean, I've destroyed Rural King about 10 times, no problem. <laughs> I don't go anywhere. So I have no I really don't either, but if you're out and you got to go, you got to go. No one says I got to go to a Love's and take a shower. You know, Why would yeah, I ever do Love that? specifically Pilot Flying J, they've all got great showers. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, there's there's I mean really when you're on the road, that works. We had to, we duct taped a hose to our uh, the rear view mirror of our tour bus, and the water was ice cold. But we hadn't showered in like three days, and it was like it's time, and we're all just real quick scrubbing <laughs> this cold water right off, just a little hose hanging off the. No, hey, I, you do I, what you got to do. I believe you, but I think I pooped there too, actually. You, you know why I'm never gonna go shower to, at a rest stop because I don't have to. Okay. I'm never going to find the queen myself. of England. <laughs> just, just go for the shower. <laughs> That's what he wants me to do. Well, you, what if you just checked into really a KOA? We were driving to Kansas City in an RV last year, That's and right. you were disappointed we didn't stop so I could take a shower well, somewhere. Well, first of all, you were getting the RV lifestyle. You hadn't been in an RV before. You hadn't done this whole thing. I was like, hey, if he's going to get this experience, may as well. he didn't even have to pay for it. I got it. I got free showers on the card. Oh, wow. Oh, See, wow. Really you can't poop in the RV either. You got to bag it if you're right, going to do exactly. that. Right, exactly. You know what? Uh, and these guys will know. You, the, the most bothersome thing about public restrooms, I think, more the worse than having a kid on a leash, is that little seat near the toilet where you have to strap the kid in oh, in the yeah. men's room. If you hit, if dad hits an emergency, and I'm like, man, you talk about a front row seat to a horror show, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. you Just think a leash is traumatic for kids? Strap them into that front row seat of dad working something out. Because, like, you know, if dad's doing that with kid in tow. You've reached DEFCON 1. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> emergency. I just, I just want to know, like, how much money is actually being saved by, by, like, not just completing the wall down to the floor? You know, like, why Agreed. is that gap necessary? That's why the bathrooms here at Hubbard the are best. wonderful. I mean, you yeah. are basically, yeah. you got your own room. There's a rest stop called Skeeter Mountain, uh, right, <laughs> as you get into Indiana, where they only did half doors. So, like, you can just make eye contact with people. I don't know why they did it, but the door's, like, chest high. And uh, oh, it's when we were going Where's to Louisville. I got to way to Louisville. Yeah, it's got, there's this rest stop. It's called Skeeter Mountain. I swear to God. Look it up. They have half stalls. And, like, I walked in and just made eye contact with a guy and just, like... Hey, bud, Bane watch out for the crab cakes. And I'm just like, oh, this well, sucks. And they're, and they're, so, so they're talking about, you know, you got to go to the rest stop if you, if you have to go. And, yeah, I mean, it's happened before. But I would say in, in a year, maybe three times. Three times a year I'd have to go at a QT or something. They yeah. said, no way. So I said, I'm going to start keeping track. I like that half wall idea. You like share TikTok videos and stuff. Like, yeah. Hey, check this one out, yeah, buddy. Where was that? Where did we get that number off the wall at the truck st- or the rest area? We were tra- traveling. There was a number like, oh, for a good. Oh, it was. It gave us a time at a hotel at the next exit. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> you got to stop calling Scott, man. Oh, yeah. well, we pulled into the hotel. We're like, we're checking this out, right? So we pull in with the van and the trailer, and there's this guy laying on the bed with his shirt off, belly hanging out. No way. And Rock walks up and just boom, boom, boom on the door. And that was real? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was 100% real. Yeah. Wow. It had a date and a time and the hotel. So we drove up like two exits, got off, yeah. and there was a guy sitting in there with his oh my God, that's like laying a, on the bed. Wow. In Dumb and Dumber, when when he goes into the toilet and... and Big Ed. Yeah, and Seabass. 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 Has his way. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's get to business here. Modern Day Zero. Got a show coming up. 
Yep. When? Give me all. Give me all the particulars. Saturday, February 11th, which is this Saturday, mm-hmm. yeah. at the Diamond Music Hall in St. Peter's, which is a great venue. If you haven't been there yet, it kind of to me it has the vibe of the old Mississippi nights without the tears. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like actual like, <laughs> happiness. Yeah, you know the, the you know how they the tears Mississippi Nights was teared, which was uh, no what is this liquid coming out of my eyes. No, T I E R. I think. Yeah. Tears. What's the guy's name that runs that place? Topher and Johnny Cruz. Johnny Cruz, good dude, man. Yeah, both of those guys are great. Super good dude. We're excited to be playing there because it's in our backyard. It's you know it's on the other side of the river. And, uh, you know, that's where we're all from. That's where our families are, most of our friends, people we grew up with, mm-hmm. high school buddies, all that stuff. Um, it was just kind of a no-brainer for us. So we're Diamond Music Hall, Saturday, this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. Um, I am supposed to announce there is a low-ticket alert, so we're actually very close whoa, to selling this thing out. Low-ticket alert. He called on the way here. He goes, make sure you mention it. He goes, because I have a feeling people are going to, we're going to have to turn some people away at the door because tickets are even moving this week. People are buying them. Oh, we got to turn people away. That's what you want. That's what you want. I I don't want to turn anyone away. I say let them all in. Like, let's party. Let's have a good time, you know? Well, we do have a fire code. We got to to mention uh, Mr. Malone, Outrun the Fall. And my other band, And They Rise, open up debut show. Which has been very interesting, which is cool because, like, Rock and Blake both play in And They Rise. It's kind of their project now since Modern Day Zero's not really an active Oh, group. you're going to be busy, huh? Yeah, they've been working their tails been off. Been real busy. All right. Been that's, very busy. That's very exciting. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's awesome to see you guys back on stage again. We're playing 18 songs, too, so we're not messing around. Yep. Wow. Yep. Hour and a half. Man, I yeah. rehearsed, we're, we're rehearsing everything good, huh? Yeah, man. Well, last week was a little rough. Yesterday, last night was good. We were back on track. Last yeah. Thursday was... Well, we had, a, we, had a, we had a break because uh, one one of us was uh, uh, on vacation or buying some uh, swamp property. Something ah. like that. But, so we had a little bit of a break and we came back and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's how this goes. It feels, it feels good though to play again together, right? Oh, it does, for sure. Awesome. You know, when we play the older songs that like really started everything for like mm-hmm. maybe tomorrow from like Mesh STL days... Um, I still get that vibe of like remember recording that song and like what that song did well, for us as maybe, a band. Are we gonna do another couple modern day zero songs? Maybe new ones. Um, no, nothing new, nothing new. No, maybe we've, not Saturday, but maybe. Well, in the future. we've we've talked about it. We've thrown it around. It all comes down to timing. I think there's a couple that are actually in the can that we haven't really finalized. I think we want to go back and revisit mm-hmm. and. You know, so I think that could happen cool. sooner than not, just yeah. depending on timing. Time, t- yeah, timing wise, I mean, I got to catch a flight like Sunday morning after the show to go back on the road. So a mm. little, little break there, get another break at home, and we'll see what we can knock out. All right, well, congratulations, fellas. Yeah, man, Thank you, you guys man. sounded Thank so you. good at the pageant. Yeah, you guys sounded so terrific. good. Yeah, I was. Uh, we were a little nervous, but it, it kind of came together real nice. I was surprised with the harmonies; like we were, we still could kind of pull them off. Well, with, it, was, you know. it was a great crowd reaction, and uh, everybody's going to come out to see you guys on Saturday. Diamond Music Hall, go see Modern Day Zero. What time are doors? Uh, six, six o'clock. Six o'clock. Low. Show it. Low ticket one. alert. Low, Low ticket alert. All right, we got to take one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, <laughs> Rocket Scotty is hanging out. I love you guys. Uh, see Modern Day Zero at Diamond Music Hall Saturday. Saturday. Doors at six. Low ticket alert. Low ticket alert. Low ticket alert. Uh, I want to thank Rafe Williams. Thank you, St. Louis. Uh, love that you're on the show. Me uh, too. Love you guys, man. Appreciate you having me. What do you got to plug? 
Oh, yeah. March 11th, I will be at the Wildy Theater uh, with some very funny people. Uh, tickets are on sale at thewildytheater.com. I'm real close, not quite at a low ticket alert, but I'm at a medium low ticket alert. <laughs> and about 90 tickets left to a 400 seater. If I can sell right. it out, I might add a second show. So uh, tell your done. friends, get it done. Let's get that done. Uh, thank you, Rafe. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. Time for the Pappy's Recappy with Moon. That's right. Brought to you by Pappy's St. Peter's. Be the uh, Super Bowl party MVP. Bring Pappy's chicken wings. Uh, everything is, uh, that we covered on the show today, including the new South Park Season 26 teaser that comes out tomorrow. We had a whole bunch of food news. Subway is getting fancy. Ooh. with some. Uh, well, they're no longer going to have pre-sliced meat anymore. They're going to have a slicer Slice right there. Slice of fresh oh, meat. Their Some artists. fingers are getting lost. Yeah. Uh, crap on celebrities. Uh, everything else that we covered on the show today and uh, a lot of funny stories, especially about one that uh, happens happened at a zoo that then inspired our podcast title, which is uh, Watched a Monkey Ruin a Field Trip. Okay. <laughs> hey, do not forget, official Point Fest announcement happened today, 1057thepoint.com slash Point Fest. Get all the details uh, on that. All right, gentlemen, anything else? Mm, that's uh, it. Nope, we're good. <laughs> uh, Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bra and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Washington, Marcus Rogala is our The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.